Biscotti. Hello and welcome to Judd Said Salacast <laughs> on Saturday the 6th of October 2012. Hello. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me, Rob Kemp. And Zachary Burgess. Yes, indeed. Rob, you were just playing the trial version of uh, the old original Jet Set Radio. Are we jumping straight in, are we? Oh, just for context. <laughs> That's not really what you've been playing as such. No, it's, get it's scratching. not. It's not. You played it for a very short amount of time because it's a demo. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, it, you know, it, it, uh, you're not joking, you're genuinely going to just browse Flipboard while, while we're like, casting. <laughs> no, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read. Oh, you're looking for news. News! No, don't give away my secrets. <laughs> it's <laughs> a new secret. Yeah, it's not never a done this before. before. Exactly. <laughs> never happened before. No. But you, you have to, like, read the story before you have something to talk about. You're going to, like, read the headlines or... You could, are you not no, going no, to, I'll, I'll wing it then. Are you not going go. to participate no, in our random intro? Yes, indeed. Which we've already ruined by most of you to the news. Okay. I'm a vocal lady. <laughs> You're a vocal lady. <laughs> You're a vocal lady, right. Okay. Multitasking. <laughs> oh, I see. Because only women know how to multitask. Apparently. Properly. Apparently. Mm, indeed. So the myth goes. <laughs> so goes the myth. So goes it. Fantastic. So what have you been up to? How's your week been? Mm. <laughs> this is already feeling quite forced because we accidentally <laughs> started news before you we were ready for... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I started right. what you've been playing first. Yeah, exactly. And then news, we're doing it in reverse order. Now we come back to bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the key part of the show. Hey, come on back, come on back. We need more nads. Bring us the nads. <laughs> Do we need an intro, like, jingle for just the start of the bollocks? <laughs> No, that's a Nads, 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 Nads. Nads, Nads. Welcome to the Nads section. Nads. Nads. No. no. Yeah, we've, we've it's got too similar to news. Yeah. That's the only thing. All, our, st- all our steps are the same as news, just with a different word replaced. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. <laughs> that, is, that is how it usually goes. <laughs> Our new sandwich review <laughs> section of the podcast. Sandwiches! <laughs> oh, I know what we can talk about that isn't really what. Well, it is what we've been playing, but also. Uh, we did a live stream. Ah. Yes, we listened Not that it was live or anything. Not that anyone watched it live. No, no one, no one watched it live. It's because we didn't advertise for it. We were using it purely for recording purposes, mainly. Like, we, the first Salad Cast Game Bite happened. Um, Game Bites. We don't know whether it's going to be called that. Yeah, which is a name we probably can't keep because there's a YouTube channel that's been running for a while called Game Bite. <laughs> so, fuck that. We'll have to come up with something else. I don't know, how about just Munch? <laughs> something stupid. Salad Munch. munch. Salad Munch. <laughs> Doesn't need to have game in the title. No, we probably, probably need to have something like more video, video game gaming. related. Yeah, because okay. yeah, Sour Cast doesn't really... Well, then again, like Giant Bomb Cast, I suppose. And well, that's paper, it. Paper Shotgun. Well, they went out of their way, didn't they, Giant Bomb, to, to not have the word game in their title. They were like, mm. everything's got fucking game in the title. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do something different. <laughs> and we did that by accident. Kind of. Although our original <laughs> site was about games. Because fuck knows where, how we came up with that name. It was to do with an actual salad, basically. The happy what? salad. The happy salad. Yeah, true. And then for some reason we thought that was a good name for a website. <laughs> it was me, but it was it was Rob's song. From a, well, yeah, there's that music. as well, but... That was the key. It was called Happy Salad, wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. song came first before the actual salad. Yeah, that's right. 
And then I made the Star but, Wars. Or... But still, why the hell did we think that was a good name? <laughs> It's a good name. It's a, it's a fine it's, it's a name that no one else would have come up with, exactly. I guess. There's no movies. copyright infringements or trademark issues. It's just, it's well, like, I guess it's, there is, actually. But I don't think anyone has a branded Happy Salad TM. There's that Happy Salad oil, isn't there? Is there? It's the one thing that shares our name. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Crop yeah. promotion, that's what we need. We need to, to get <laughs> so we need to like start advertising oil products. Yeah, and then they yeah. could advertise the cars. <laughs> Deary me. Get your greasy news. <laughs> so we know greasy news. <laughs> I think it's a good. I think it's better than a name than lots of names. For <laughs> lots of names, like, like giant bomb or Kotaku. Well, what else could we call it? What do those things mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What else, what else we could call it then, other than game bikes? As I say, it's taken. We could replace the I with a Y, like game bite, but then that sounds kind of shit. And it sounds the same. Yeah. <laughs> also. Short video clip of Zachary Burgess playing a game. <laughs> TM. <laughs> what does that shrink to? It's an SVCOZP. We just need to come up with a stupid acronym and then it doesn't matter what Because we will just remember it as... So the Nozpag. Spag. So we did that. I'm like, we could call it Spogs. Some playing of games. <laughs> Spogs. Spogs. That means something else. <laughs> no, that's Pogs. No, not, not that either. Spogs has a, na- has a meaning. And not Sprogs. No. What's a Spog? You'd have to look it up. I'm not Is it filthy? Probably. There's probably also... What, are you saying that you think there's a meaning for Spog, but you won't tell me? What Don't it call it a Spog. It's an acronym that we can make that's kind of salad that stands for something. How is Spog salad No, 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 no I'm asking. I love my Spog. Putting some Spogs in your salad. <laughs> hum. Hum. Maybe we can make some kind of rocket-based pun. That could work. As in the the lettuce. Oh, <laughs> Did you see what I, mean? I was like, right, I agree. I'm a rocket Possibly. man. Rocket man. Spare parts organization group. Spot. Spider goes with a dog. Give <laughs> <laughs> a spider loyalty of a dog. Alternatively, a spog is a super pimped out gangster, or a slang word for any boiled sweet, possibly a Yorkshire term. Look, it says, I move like a spog. <laughs> Dan moves like a spog. <laughs> yeah, it's good so to know. That's a dictionary for you. <laughs> uh, alternatively, salt, pepper, onion, and garlic. A delicious mixture that can be used on cooked foods and enhances the flavour to orgasmic degrees. Put some spog on it. <laughs> on a salad. <laughs> so put some spog in our salad. Indeed. Anyway, you did a live, not live. Yeah, we live. did a recording. So, yeah, recording. we've got a YouTube channel and everything now. Indeed. What's the address for listeners at home? <laughs> The Salacast, right. YouTube or whatever it is. Or How do you do it? How you do it? Just look for the Salacast on YouTube. And look for Happy Salad on live stream. Yeah. Yes. Consistent branding. Yes. Success. Yeah, I probably should have called the channel Happy Salad. It's What's probably it? taken, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? But then again, I, well, we should get it if it isn't taken. Just, yeah, just have it. That's right. Yeah. Just get it in there. Oh, don't do that, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not like they're going to get there before us. No. We've still got another two days before this actually goes online. Probably. Hashtag Salad Kings. Salad Castings. <laughs> salad Castings. I don't know, which is our stronger brand? Happy Salad or the Salad Cast? Well, we tend to say Salad Cast now, don't we? Yeah. But, um, but it's Happy Salad. It is Happy Salad. That is our... That is our... <laughs> 
brand. Right? Yeah, Soundcast is specific to the podcast. If we needed to expand to other areas, we All right. but this isn't a po- right. Maybe I could just, maybe it's not I just change. Right? Maybe I can just change the channel name. I don't know how YouTube works. It's not a cast. Well, this is a podcast, right? Yeah. So but those, so those, these, these video things. They're vidcast. Yeah. So do you want to? Uh, yeah. Do you want to do salad and some other uh, suffix like instead of cast <laughs> salad <laughs> or something? Yeah. Salad. Salad bites or something. No, we did. We already came up with that, and that it's doesn't work because it doesn't have video, video games. Yeah. Salad bite. What does that? Yeah. Slice. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think slice goes very much with salad. Really. Salad slice. <laughs> a slice of salad. Happy slice. <laughs> oh, I don't have that. That sounds like it's like a serial crazy killer. serial killer. Happy slice. Happy slice. <laughs> No, I think we need to, salad is more strong than than happy. Happy, <laughs> see what I mean, brand wise. See what I mean? There's lots of happy X <laughs> things. Happy chopper. Happy camper. I'm out. Right, right. <laughs> so we still haven't got in the day for this no. thing. And we did one. That was the important thing. Yeah, about this whole conversation. I didn't even know what the game was yet. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about that later. Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah, check it out. There will be more. Now Maybe we know how to do it. I mean, maybe, of course I will be. Did you, how did you do it? Out of interest. I came over here and we were going to be Cool, okay. <laughs> Use the mic. Yeah. Okay, nice. No. No, we had it. We, we, we were a, thinking about it. We need a better setup, but we were using headset mics. Okay. Um, one, of, one or other of which rubbed on someone's face. Just, I think it I might think be my one. Really? I, I, I well, it's because it was that little idea. tiny stick one that was oh, like really be. close to my face. Yeah. So don't take it as a uh, proof of, you know, a final quality thing. This is our experiments to get it up and running. Yeah. So you, it does sound kind of kind of scrapey. Yeah, those microphones weren't great either. No. But we needed... That was the trouble. We needed game sound as yeah. well as microphones. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, so setting it up was kind of tricky. So we had to have two headsets. You can also we say... had to use Rob's other sound card <laughs> to have both outputs. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there's also an example on YouTube of how not to do it with the crazy feedback loop that we had. Oh, you put that out, did you? Yeah, of course I did. Great. <laughs> Comedy. I think it has more views than our, than the actual video. Great. How many views it got? I don't know. I can't remember. But 12, yeah, 12. Something like that. Not many. Well, I didn't tell anyone about it until like a day ago when I put out the tweet. But... Right. So anyway, you did that, and I also yeah. guest appeared on some of Kippers's 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 live streams. So what, live stream magic unboxing shit or something. Just a Twitch channel, not a live stream. Same difference. It's a live stream. Yeah. Of what? In playing card or something? Of him playing games all the time. Every yeah. game. Mainly Binding of Isaac, apparently. Yeah. That's pretty much all he plays. He does a fuck ton of that. What's the deal with that, then? It's a Zelda clone kind of thing. Well, it's a, you know... Old school Zelda clone. Ruta-like. Rogue-like. Mm. Ruta-like. Ruta-like. <laughs> okay. Network capability-like. But yeah, and obviously the one that I was in, well, there's been Borderlands, but we also were on the Left 4 Dead 2 one. Oh yeah. Where we actually got Kivers into a Left 4 Dead 2 game. Yeah, and that was pretty good fun, even though we sucked bad. We didn't suck that bad. Well, well, that's the I guess, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to have strategies and shit. So what we're we like, we going to do, plan. right, let's get under the plane. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to have ridiculous glitch strategies. strategies yeah, it's all about jumping it. Every game, mostly. Yeah. That's that. Lots of 
Screening is not with us, so that. <laughs> some screening and some talking on microphones, like this. Yeah, do check it out if you're, if you're interested in that kind of thing. I still don't really get it, you know, sort of watching a Twitch channel like that, because it's... Well, well, you don't have to be like... You could be like browsing the internet at the same time or something. I don't know. I kind of prefer it to be a bit more focused, I suppose, like or be playing the game. Well, the trouble is, like, I don't know, I don't know if it, it's something that I tend, uh, like, last night when I was trying to watch the day with Giant Bomb was doing a live stream of Sim Golf. Oh, yeah, because Ryan like, loves that game. Yeah, and I was like, fuck yeah, Sim Golf. But that's what, another one of those classic cases where I just had to turn it off after, like, an hour because I was like, I can't stand watching him fail at playing Sim Golf. Does <laughs> <laughs> like, he suck? Well, he doesn't suck as such, but he does everything. He's like, it's not that complicated a game, but he's everything he does, he's, he, was doing, he was doing, like, super considerately, where it's like, okay, I'm going to put the Z... Here, and we're gonna put the hole mm, here, and then we're gonna put a tree here, and maybe another one here. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, just lay some shit down, it's a hole, it's not that complicated. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter to the actual mechanics of the game. Well, it does to some extent, yeah. you don't have to be that clever, you don't have to consider absolutely every single square that you're putting down, you can just like throw down a line and fairway with a hole, with a T at one end and a hole at the other, and that's probably okay. <laughs> right, yeah. But did he get better results, though, by carefully placing every tree? No, his course was still pretty bad. <laughs> okay. So he, like, carefully did it badly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Some golf critique. So, yeah, I had to turn that off after a while. <laughs> I think you should do a response. Um, <laughs> a response in golf. Yeah. <laughs> do you own that game? You got it somewhere. I have it. I'm not sure I own a literal physical copy any longer. Any longer. Yeah, it's probably around. It's like SimCity 2000. Oh, no, actually, I do still no, have got the disc for that. No, we've got 2K somewhere, haven't we? What was the thing that I didn't have the disc for any longer? I've forgotten. Well, Tony Hawk. Oh, the set, Settlers 2. Oh, yeah. I don't have the disc for any longer. Somehow. You got that running quite nicely, didn't you? Well, it's because they updated it in the good old games thing. Oh, there was some news I heard. I don't know if it was probably before last. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> but um, that, that someone has mysteriously... Some from, like, Poland or Russia or somewhere, has, like, mysteriously released these massive patches for um, Thief 2 and um, System Shock. Uh, System Shock 2. Mm. And that, like, fix everything and um, make it all work properly on modern systems and stuff. And and nobody thought... There was a whole community around modding these games because they're classics. Yeah. Nobody thought this any of this stuff was possible. So they think... Because it's not open source. They never open sourced it. So yeah. they think he has access to the... The code definitely has access to the code, and people think maybe he he was on the development team or she, or, hmm. uh, uh, because and so wouldn't have been able to do this in the open as it were. Hmm. But they just released it, and suddenly it's like oh, banner from heaven! Everything is like fixed and it's awesome. <laughs> so suddenly it's like now it's time to play Sister Shock Two again. She's kind of crazy, right? It's the current trend, isn't it? I suppose after Black Mesa. Well, yeah, that was a whole reason. <laughs> That's not a trend. 
Well, there's now like a few things happening, and like people patching old games to make them super better. And... Yeah, but people have been patching old games for quite a long time. Yeah, especially yeah, with no, the newer, just... uh, as newer OSs came out and old games stopped working, that became more of a thing to try and get know. old shit working. I guess it yeah, just feels true. like a bit of a rush a bit now because it would. Be, yeah, there's a difference between just getting it working and then actually making effort to make the game better, like uh, like Open TTD and. Well, OpenDDD isn't even really that. That's more like a complete ground rebuilding, isn't it? Because it just uses certain yeah, files from the original game, but true. on a totally new set of programming, I guess. Yeah, because I'm not sure they ever opened the original, did they? So it's like, they well, let's just build it. Again, yeah. 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 And eventually they're going... Uh, I'm not sure whether they... They said that eventually they're going to replace all the graphics as well in OpenDDD, so it doesn't have to use any of the original files. I thought they would, did that. They were most of the way through it, oh. I think. But it's not all the way through. But it looks weird when they do that, especially yeah. the really high detail. Because there's like normal, like regular detail, and then like really high detail, and then it's like this doesn't look right. Yeah, yeah they added an extra <laughs> level, didn't they? And it's like an extra super detailed zoom level. Well, it? not just the zooming in, but also actual, you know, detailed tiles. Mm. Where it's just like this looks too good. It doesn't fit with the actual way this game works, which is not that you know realistic, I guess, in oh, some okay. ways. I'm not sure I mind that too much. No, but it's just weird if you've been playing normal Transport Tycoon. It's like the uh, ill-fated Sonic 2 HD product project. <laughs> Isn't there a completely rewritten um, theme hospital as well somewhere that someone wrote? That's like a new engine similar to OpenTDD. Maybe I think I can't remember. That would be sweet. I think that exists. Oh man! Yeah, but you can just play the original. Well, yeah, that still works. Yeah, sure. I, but I, I can't remember why. I think he why they went to the trouble of redoing the whole thing. Because they didn't want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, because well, well, yeah. it's, it's got all the content in. It's got all the textures and everything. So that you must have to own Theme Hospital, right, to, to play it. I wonder if I still have the disc for that. I don't think I do. That might be another one that I managed to lose. Yeah. Where did they go? I don't know. Did I have that? That might be in my... Parents' yeah, house. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure I actually had two copies of it. Yeah, I think you did. Because I had the original copy where it was just the green cross. Yeah. But then they had to get rid of they that. They <laughs> yeah. so couldn't use so a green cross. So oh, they had to right. change it to like a green asterisk. <laughs> oh, is that why? So you had the green cross? Yeah. I thought point. that. Yeah. Was that they get in, they got in trouble with like the Red Cross or the pharmacies? Yeah, <laughs> All oh, those right. French pharmacies uprose. Uprose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a protected symbol, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, fair enough. So yeah, that was. I'm pretty sure I had two copies of that at some point, but I don't any longer. <laughs> Boo. News. Speaking of old games, yeah, Dan. Um, uh, enlightened me to recent iOS release Revolt. <laughs> Great. It's, no. it's totally just the original game ported to iOS. For no reason. Why would you want to play it on iOS? Well, yeah, apparently like some of the, the some of the reviews of it have been saying, like, actually one of the problems is that they haven't put in proper gyroscopic control for it. <laughs> Why would you even want that, though? I don't know, it's kind of a thing, that's when you're using the phone. It's just easier to do that than it would be to have some kind of touch control, because your thumbs would just cover most of the screen. Mm, that's probably true. Not it's... necessarily, because you wouldn't have... Because that was the thing about Revolt, is because it was based on on remote control cars, it didn't really have analogue steering, it just had full log. 
So you'd only have to push the left or right side of the screen. No, true, but it's still... When you're playing a game like that, it still take up a reasonable amount of the screen space with your thumb. Well, like, you have to be right on the edge. That would be the best, the yeah, but then, but then actually, like the rocking is, would be so precise that no one—it would be really awkward. <laughs> it might work better on iPad than it would on phone. But do radio control cars only have full lock steering? Probably not any longer, but they only, they used to. Yeah, <laughs> the old days. Mm. Yeah, well, I seem to remember there was some degree of analog steering on old RCs. Well, it, well it like, like my turn, my the, my good one that I had had like that proper wheel, and that was analog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the wheels actually took quite a while to turn as well, even if you went full lock. No, I seem to remember my old monster truck had a sort of level of analog in the left and right um, stick. But it always used to be where, like, the old, really old ones where when you push the thing and you could, if you were just holding it, you'd always see it because it would just be like, dus, dus, dus. Yeah. <laughs> you'd yeah. just rock it backwards and forwards and just lock on the either side real fast. But yeah, it's back. I wonder if it's got all the old music and stuff as well. It doesn't matter though because everyone knows that it's better on PC because you can put more levels in it. Yeah, yes. make your toxic and, and the nuclear the city. The community is still about. Well. Swap. Dwindling, but every now and then there's some stuff going on. I still, I made sure last time I realised that I hadn't. I made sure to rediscover and save on my external hard disk all the good tracks oh, good. that we downloaded before. Yes, like Rooftop and yeah, Garden Free. Yeah, <laughs> all those. That's some great ones. It's a shame we lost all ours though. Yeah, because um, we did quite. A, Are they gone? Lo- yeah, they lost. Annoyingly, and some we put so much effort into some of them. Well, it's because we were. We put a lot of effort in because we were having to work within the ridiculously tight and awkward tools that were built into the game. Yeah, because we didn't have the prop- uh, editor to make the levels like fully, did we? So we had to make it using the track editor and then use the inbuilt debug mode to... Place extra objects. Yeah, to modify things. and it, Although that was pretty powerful in itself. And then modify any files to set some world settings and... Yeah, some colours and it. Yeah, and the ridiculous fog. uber fog. That if you set it mysteriously wrong... You get this crazy thick fog that would cause cars to glow. Hence the radioactive. Oh yeah, the radioactive city, wasteland yeah. thing. That was awesome. Yeah, because we timed some jumps precisely for that, so you could jump off something and then you'd land in uh, in one of the pipe objects. But then, as you got to the as you jumped into the pipe, you'd be you'd go through the radiation level of the thing, so you'd suddenly be in this glowy pipe. And it was uh, it was pretty cool. And then there was all kinds of shit you could do, like you could impart force, couldn't you, in the, like, you could create odd blocks in the debug editor that would just randomly impart force on the cars. Yeah. So you could throw them about. <laughs> Make weird jump pads and weird acceleration Yeah, hold it, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a quality game. It's only, I didn't like that game. I like the fact that you could replace the sound effects and it was retarded. Well, it had a really... Junk. <laughs> rumble, rumble, rumble. Well, for the time, it actually had a fairly strong physics model, really, when you think about it. Like, guess, given how yeah. old it is, it's like the physics in that game were pretty pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. You could lock wheels with cars, like each bit of the car. It wasn't just like the, the square hitbox and yeah. stuff. The actual geometry of the car made a difference. Yeah. Apart from they fucked it up from the demo. That was their only mistake. Oh, what? Yeah, because the demo had a different physics model. Or, well, at least different car handling. Yeah. And they made it a bit twitchier in the, in the, in the actual release. And they also fucked up the, the, like, zap, the, what, the warp power up. 
Oh the, yeah, it wasn't nearly as powerful, was it? In but the, they they screwed it up because in the in the in the real game it like makes you crazily barrel, but you always always land the right way up, yeah. so it's always pointless. Whereas in the demo, it made you like do a crazy backflip, and you always always landed on your roof. Yeah, and it looked it looked more awesome in general. Yeah, and there weren't I just felt there weren't enough power ups in like in the level design of that game really. Well, it's because they were always it's like. There was a lot of extra ones that were in really awkward positions where it just wasn't worth your time to actually go off the racing line to get them. <laughs> yeah. Some of the multiplayer <laughs> kind of fun as well, like the bomb tag mode or it's kind of cool. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Remember that. You get a special specialised area and someone's the bomb and someone has to not be the bomb by the time it goes off. Yeah. Otherwise you're out. That was pretty cool. And because you had that, the, the multiplayer mode added some controls as well, like the jump button. And stuff, so you could randomly like make flip your car into the air. Except some cars are at a significant disadvantage because it didn't quite work right with some of them. Because you could flip, and you'd always end upside down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was kind of cool. It was a cool game. I never played the sequel, which got, that was got yeah. a PS2 release, but it's not held in quite such high regard. High regard. Because <laughs> Revolt's know. a classic. It's well, got good reviews and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it didn't do badly. I, I don't know how like well it did. Like... something in PC game or anything to remember. No. I think they. I think generally people preferred the Dreamcast version. Oh, and right, stuff like so... that in terms of a, a game because it's like actually this is pretty good for a console game kind of thing. Right. Yeah. This is a. Uh... But yeah, PC version just eclipsed it. It's British. Even at the time, it ran like shit, didn't it? I mean, um, other other way around, it ran like greased lightning. <laughs> it was it was a pretty efficient game for the cards at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked really good. Good game. Fuck Maybe. you all, it's a good game. Any <laughs> <laughs> other news? News! So, that PS3 Super Slim thing. Yeah. yeah. It was real, in the end. Right, okay. And it's shit. Why? <laughs> well, because they're charging you more for it, for a start. Right. Than than the last Slim Edition, um, and admittedly, I think you get again they've bumped the hard disk specs again. Right, yeah. I think so you get more space, which makes more a bit more sense need, given yeah, which makes a bit more sense given the way the direction that PSN is taking. Fair enough. Um, but it's a fucking top loader. It's like everything I didn't want. It's like I I know they're cheap to make, but a top loader. It's gonna break. Hmm, I guess. And My PS2 works okay. Is it one. going to break? Yeah, they the always break. Load. All top loaders break. In time. The fl- I've How many like top old break. consoles <laughs> do you have that are top loaders that still work today? <laughs> like, all of them. Two. Out <laughs> of the four Dreamcast. I've owned. Like, two Dreamcasts broke because the CD drive broke. Because they were top loaders. I mean, known, is it because they were least... top loaders or is it because they were made of shitty hardware? Well, maybe. <laughs> but I've known three PlayStations, original PlayStations, that broke because the CD drive snapped in some way. Like, some people's the spindle in the middle actually shattered. Um, after, but I don't know, maybe overuse or something, I don't know. But you could no longer rest a disc in there. Mm. And it's like, the GameCube one was okay. I'll, I'll forgive GameCube the GameCube. Nice. Its top loader was quite nice, but I wonder if that's because it was dealing with, you know, smaller <laughs> smaller and lighter <laughs> stuff rather than a fat disc. Well, I had but, that kind of cool clip thing. Yeah, with the button with the to press release down. button. Yeah, yeah. it was nice. Although oh, the PS2 did that with the Slim. Oh, yeah, I, I just don't like them. 
Okay. If I'm paying that much for a machine, I want a proper loader. <laughs> but lots of people don't like slot loaders. Slot loaders are fine. Eat your discs. Or at the very least, put a drive load in, like the Xbox. I don't mind that either. Mm, I'm fairly just neutral on this. I, 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 don't, I don't, don't like a top loader. It's got, a, it's got a shitty sideways sliding cover and everything that fit, look, looks really tacky. And... It's probably better than an opening flat app. Those are more likely to break than a slide, I imagine. Although a slide mm. is a bit more... It's like if the spring goes in the slide. Yeah. But then that's not a problem because you just manually slide it. I, know, it's just, I just think... I, it look, it, I mean, visually, it just looks like a step backwards. It is a little bit smaller than the old Slim, but I don't really see... You know, the old Slim was a step back visually from the George Foreman. And it's... Uh, you know, it just doesn't feel quite so well built. Well, people are saying that the new one looks more like the George Foreman. A little one. bit. They've got some of the curve back. Yeah. But it's... Um, yeah, I don't know. Because you've got a like George Foreman, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a George Foreman. Yeah. And a literal George Foreman, which is mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> George Foreman. So actually, Kippers has the George Foreman. No, Form. yeah, of course he does. Yeah, because that's, that's never leaving that house. No, apparently. It's, it's tainted. Yeah. But, but the, uh, well, at least with the old, you know, the new Xbox design, they actually made something that was, you know, all right. It actually yeah, feels cool. like a bit of a, um, you know, the build quality of it feels like a step up over the old Xbox. Whereas every time Sony makes a revision, it's the opposite. Yeah, it's it like crapper. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that back with regards to the old PSP revisions. They were actually fairly sensible. I quite liked the slim PS2 that I had. It was fine. It worked fine for me. I never yeah. broke, and I, I quite liked it. Yeah. Actually, in fairness, I, I guess the PS2 slim wasn't so bad because the PS2 itself wasn't exactly a looker. No. It was kind of an ugly console from the start with its weird grill. Yeah, it was kind of a strange, like, skyscraper Very thing. plasticky thing as well, wasn't it? It was yeah. like that, that that stuff they made. Admittedly, it doesn't really feel like it's going to break, but the Xbox, like, was plasticky, but because of its construction, it felt super heavy-duty and, like, you're never going to break this. Yeah, that thing is awesome. Massive chub of them. <laughs> I even felt that about the GameCube, though. So even though the GameCube is, again, Fisher Pricey, plasticky kind of design, it doesn't feel like I, I'm going to break it. No, it's quite. Well, Fisher Price, it's the key, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Invulnerable the, stuff for kids. Yeah, they don't break. I don't know. I know you don't exactly throw your console around very often, but it was. Uh, yeah, a bit of, a bit of, it's got to look good under your telly. Does it? <laughs> yes. Look at that mess under your television. <laughs> Well, the only thing that looks kind of crap under there is the Wii. Sat on its speaker. I That's know. more because there's nowhere to put it, rather than because it's of it like looking crap. It's my amp, but yeah, it's, 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 it's alright. To be honest, most of it looks crap because of the stuff that has to go with it. Like <laughs> the, the massive cables of the GameCube controllers and the... Um, the, the charging dock for the Xbox stuff and the battery pack sort of like tucked aside and, and the fact that giant HD DVD drive sitting on top of your Xbox admittedly <laughs> yeah, that can probably disappear <laughs> there's no real need for that anymore <laughs> although I do have some HD DVDs so you know on the off chance we ever want to watch V for Vendetta in HD yeah <laughs> sounds like a plan maybe we could do that <laughs> I did that fairly recently. Well, oh, right, I say right, fairly right. recently, not that long ago. I've got a, I've I've got a digital copy of that anyway. Yeah. Because they, they, that was one of those films that they actually had iPlayer license for. It's like, oh, nice. Oh, cool. Like, the other day I saw on, on there, it was like, oh, look, fucking Enemy of the State, again. Oh, <laughs> I can watch that for about the million bloody times. Yeah, that film rules. It was clearly awesome. And it has Jack Black in it for no reason. Yeah. And, and Seth Green, also for no reason. 
Really have Seth Green? Yeah, he's one of the operator guys like Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hilarious. Oh, yes, no, I remember now. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. And Jack Black in a non-comedy role. Yeah. Well, sort, sort of. of. He's kind of... A <laughs> There's some comedy involved. Yeah. Can you rotate left, then you around vertical, please? Yes. Classic. Yes, the ultimate enhanced scene, basically, <laughs> where they can like see things behind other things or something. Some kind of magical three D imaging equipment that's in every shop. Sex shop. Indeed. Sex shop. Yeah, <laughs> random shop. <laughs> they need their security in that shop. Yeah. You know, they just need to make sure they get every angle <laughs> in, in HD. Ready for the hood. He's definitely changed the configuration of the packages in that bag or something. Well, you, about to see. I think you technically probably could yeah, tell probably. that from just CCTV footage. Probably. But, but yeah. not without the weird 3D modeling. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Indeed. So, yeah, news. What? News. News. Any more stories of the week? Cliffy B left Epic. Oh, yeah, that's Wait, a big story. What? He did? Cliffy B is fucking off, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, so that is quite big news, I guess. That's Just like news. Ray and Greg left by the way. Yeah. Yep. So he's like, everyone's leaving everything. Yeah. What? The, uh, the the big names of the industry? Kind of bored. Why, so why is he leaving? Why is he leaving? I don't know, I didn't actually read any of the story. Well, he said he'd been with Epic since he was like 17. Or <laughs> yeah, something. he probably was bored. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do something else for a bit. I don't know what He's I'll probably do, made yeah. his fortune now, you know. So. Yeah. You should go and join 22 cans, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the people... <laughs> yeah, yeah they just end up... Just the epic dream team of all the old developers. And all they have to do all day is develop games based on the, those Molly Dew... Stupid uh, things that Molly Dew says. Yeah, no, the Molly Dew Well, that as well. The parody tweets. Basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Molly New or Molly Dew? Is it Molly Nut or Molly Dew? I don't know. I don't know how to say that. No. No. Move on. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yes, uh, that's news, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I mean, what Epic are working on that strange new project, aren't they? That's like all sort of very colourful and zombies. totally different to um, Gears. It's not zombies, is it? Is it zombies? Wait, was that Epic? I can't remember. Mm, I can't remember what it's called. What, who's do- what zombie game are you thinking of? That one where you like building <laughs> fortresses with zombies. Um, made out of zombies? No, not and made out of zombies. No, I don't know that one. Maybe that's no. it. I don't know. I can't remember. Zombie crap. Yeah, uninformed. <laughs> no. no but that. regardless of that, that's Unreal Engine 4 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For the next got gen problem. of PCs and consoles. Yeah, they're really pushing, apparently, for. They're, they're trying to put pressure on, like. Microsoft and Sony to put more hardware, higher spec hardware, because they're like, look how awesome. Well, that's what happened last time. Yeah. It was Gears of War. Yeah. It kind of worked. I mean, Microsoft put in like double the RAM in the Xbox at the 11th hour, didn't they? Yeah. And then people were like, well, how the shit we get? It's like, well, we've got this extra stuff to play with. What can we do now? I don't know. Go nuts. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I think, yeah. With the console life cycles just get longer and longer, it seems like it makes more sense to Build big. top load with yeah. like crazy technology. Although it hasn't worked that well for PS3 with the cell, but I think the lesson of that is to use a, a normal architecture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something awesome. But well, normal. that was. The, I'm surprised they didn't learn that from Saturn 
Really? Yeah. No one learned anything yeah. from Saturn. Yeah. Saturn was crazy. No one paid any attention. Saturn was the most bonkers hardware configuration ever. It had, had like one of everything. Well, no, it had two of every component you need in a console, basically. It had two CPUs, two GPUs, two right. different sound processors. Yeah. It was like it had a fuck ton of weird shit going on. It's yeah. like I think it had one GPU for two D stuff and one GPU for three D stuff. Well, that's because it was never meant to do three D, and they just shoved three D yeah, in the last they one. They the one in when they saw the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of oh fuck, what are we gonna do? Just shove a load of stuff in there, see what happens. Fail. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the dev kids are supposed to be out, aren't they? For the what's the Xbox called? The Is it name? I think so I th- I they thought... both been out for a little while. I yeah. think. Yeah, one popped up on PS4, PS4, Yeah, uh, well, I, I haven't heard about the PS4 one, but the the I'm pretty sure it is the Xbox one. I heard is Durango or whatever it's called. Oh yes, Project Durango. Durango. Yeah, it might not be the final hardware configuration, but it is a dev kit. So yeah, it's like well, here you go. Here's something more powerful. Start working for it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Should see. Still, were you out in two months? <laughs> Indeed. Are you going to be in line? First no. in line for the Wii U? No. Not until Smash Brothers comes out. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That will be my tipping point. Apparently the Smash Brothers guy didn't you, know. Didn't know. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, there's going to be a new Smash Brothers. And he's like, wait, is there? Am yeah, I doing that? What? He was still working on Icarus at the time. Yeah. It's hilarious. What can you do with Smash Brothers now other than just make it more? Who cares? That's, just, all, I mean, that's all I want. That's all I want is more Smash Brothers. Make it HD and I'm there. But what do you do with the stupid Wii U controller thing? I guess that could work with Smash Well, they Brothers. have like that new controller design, don't they? The, there's a new pro controller. I yeah. think what I do with the new Wii U controller for Smash Brothers is make a shitty like kickstand for it and then just have it like a score display. <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty cool, actually. Mm, I guess. Or like just a, a random like con- like um, uh, Captain Falcon's face saying stuff <laughs> as we discussed previously. <laughs> Even in Smash Brothers, it's just Captain Falcon commentating. Mm. Falcon punch. <laughs> well, you know, it could be like the um, the in, the in the Pokemon levels they have those um, grandstand screens, don't they? It could do that. Oh, what? Well, where it's just like a weird zoomed in view <laughs> of a different part of the screen. That's yeah. kind of weird, though. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You could have it set up for spectators. Well, it could be like an option as well. Maybe it's like maybe you could have it switch, have various different things. Like it could be a scoreboard, or it could be like spectator cam, or maybe it could be like controlled spectator cam. So like, what an extra guy who's not playing can like pan around the action. But what could they do for like the asymmetric <laughs> multiplayer for oh, Smash yeah. Brothers? Like, could there bit. be some way of do, like someone manipulates the stage? Yeah, probably because that seems to be Nintendo's thing yeah, yeah. It would, the, uh, the the Picto chat level could become quite interesting <laughs> could become could... quite full of penises yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be even better if people like recorded levels. what they did on it and that was like one of the online features or something was that it would penises <laughs> <laughs> was that it would download new Picto chat levels <laughs> I hope that's one of the things they kind of improve with this one because the build a stage thing was was a neat idea, yeah. but it just wasn't that fully featured. No. So if they like extend that and have an option in the game, so you could like when it goes to one of your there's like a low frequency of it, but it could periodically download a random level. Because hmm. you know how we like to play, we just like to play random shit all the time, like randomize everything. Yeah, but we turn yeah. off stuff. We turn yeah. off a few levels, but it'd be quite nice, yeah, if it would be if one of the other options was. 
in that list was one of your made levels, one of a random internet level. Go go away, do it. That would be awesome. Maybe. Let's go have a completely unexpected fight. <laughs> yeah. That could be pretty sweet. I'm stoked, even though it's probably going to be a good few years. <laughs> You're stoked that it hasn't even got any kind of remote release date yet, or oh, even, played, like, anything about well, it. Well, I'm stoked again because I played Smash Bros. Melee last night, yeah. which is still awesome. Melee! I, I'm, I still side on, on the, I'm still on the Brawl side, I think, right, just because there's more. <laughs> you know, in my classic Smash Bros. argument, there's more in Brawl. Yeah. But Melee is still a great game. Still stands out really well. <laughs> But it doesn't have the announcer going, Luigi. <laughs> it's the only important thing. As long as they bring back that voice. That's the funniest thing about that character's leg screen. Mario! Pikachu! Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> Indeed. So, yeah, Torchlight. I suppose, like, releases is news. Like, not Torchlight 2 because you've been playing it for a while but DOA, talked about it last time. Yeah, DOA 5 came out and apparently it's pretty good mm-hmm. pretty good there's an Evil 6 came out apparently it's not very good not very <laughs> good. it's pretty bad <laughs> um, well hell yeah De- Wrath of the Dead Rabbit or Revenge of the Dead Rabbit whatever it's called came out and apparently that's not very good well sort of average well, no, I've, I've seen quite a large number of terrible reviews for it, as in, it's an incredibly pretty game, but it handles like arse. <laughs> Didn't somebody just release a remake of Carrier Command? Yep. Yes, yes, they did. Is that any good? Is, I mean, it's not going to exactly be as good. Apparently as the AI is atrocious, but it's an okay game. Oh, right, okay. And not like enemy AI, more like the AI of your automated vehicles. Oh, right. so like they can't drive along a road. That's much more <laughs> awesome. annoying. Okay. I wonder how that compares to, well, Hostile Waters, obviously. Nothing compares to Hostile Waters. No. <laughs> oh my god. It's still one of those things where it's like, please, someone just take that idea and make it good. Well, well not that it, was, it wasn't good in the first place, but just do it again. Yeah. Modernize exactly. it. Make it fit with, like, current gen stuff. Well, the Carrier Command, I mean, it was inspired heavily by Carrier Command, right? Uh, Hostile Waters was. Yeah. Yeah. So doing carry command is like a first step in that direction. Perhaps. Uh, but I don't like... That's the weird thing about Hostile Waters is I didn't like... I don't like the idea of carry command being like... Two carriers. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a fight between two yeah. equal sides. Yeah. The whole it's like Hostile Waters was meant to be like, you're, you're this awesome, powerful thing and you're assaulting these super heavily entrenched positions. Yeah, yeah, that makes much more sense, actually. Yeah. Sort of like Return Fire, I guess. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Return Fire. <laughs> You're a tiny fancy vehicle and you have to shoot your way through this entire maze. Man, Return Fire is awesome. Awesomely dumb. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> Can you get that on iOS? That'd be hilarious. You sh- damn well should be able to. <laughs> There's another happy game coming out. So, you know, to pull on the happy theme. Like, apparently, next week... <laughs> we only talk about games with the words happy or salad in the name. <laughs> yeah, no, but next, next week, apparently... Um, the Xbox 360's first free-to-play MMO launches, and it's called Happy Wars. <laughs> Great. Right. Happy, happy war, war. Happy, happy war. Oh, God, are the Yogg's class claims. Oh, apparently oh, on the um, oh. on the 3DS, 
eShop, there's the Nintendo is saying there's a new push mode coming out, which means intelligent systems hasn't been working on Advance Wars. God oh, damn it! No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> really good, right? Yeah, but <laughs> fucking Advance Wars. Yeah. Wait, what's push mode? Damn it! It's like a puzzle, isn't it? Yeah, it's a puzzle game where you have to like build, you have to pull things out and push them back in to make staircases or whatever to climb up That's an object. Right. Yeah, yeah. And you can make arbitrary weird levels that just. Pictures, right? I guess. Pixel arts. Pixel arts. Because it's basically pixels. Yeah, but not necessarily fun levels. No. Indeed. And I guess. Wars, motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Worms Revolution game came out. Yeah, it did. That was probably more than two weeks ago, though. Yeah, probably. But it's like, it's Worms in 2D, but with 3D graphics. Right. Okay. It's just kind of. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that will really work or not. I'm starting to think no one cares about worms any longer, really. No, well, they haven't changed it enough in, like, 20 years. Or <laughs> well, when they've tried changing it a lot, they failed and made bad games. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they tried to make it 3D. Well, it wasn't, they weren't bad, bad. They just weren't... They didn't Good. quite have the original... <laughs> they weren't bad, they were just... No, weren't no, no, they, they weren't. They, they were, I'd cast them as good, but they weren't as good as how the 2D ones played. They were just a bit too difficult. Really. Yeah, well, it's because they didn't try, they didn't really make new systems for the extra dimension. Like, trying to aim a fucking bazooka or grenade in 3D when all you can do is just rotate on the spot and, like, aim up and down is fucking impossible. Yeah. <laughs> you need, like, aiming lines and shit. Hey guys, bad news. What? Resident Evil 6 seems to be selling quite well. Yeah. Well, who cares? But the Resident Evil game. Yeah, but it's... <sighs> yeah, it's a Resident Evil game, exactly. God damn, but it's like... I hate it when, like, supposedly terrible games do do well. Well, that's their own fault. They're not... <laughs> if they want to buy that and play that, then... Well, I guess I suppose... They have a sucky time, aren't they? Maybe that's on pre-orders and stuff, I suppose, because it's like people may have pre-ordered it thinking, well, they, they, you know, well, the Resident Evil 4 was okay, was, was was pretty damn good. Resident Evil 5 was okay. They can't mess this up too badly, can they? Can they? That's what and they then they'll all be super disappointed and won't buy 7. <laughs> and if Capcom has any sense, they won't bother making another one until they know what the fuck they're doing. They're not going to make another one in this console generation. Probably not, no. So yeah, that's news, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I think we've found newsified. News? Oh. X-Con comes out next week. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I, I did notice I had a little bit of news that, that they hit all their targets on that pre-order. Yeah, thing, I've so. got an extra copy of Sinfire now. Oh, have you? Oh, you could... Okay. You could just gift it to me and they didn't even need to pre-order it. Or I gift it to Rob. No. Because neither of you ordered this, so now you get to fight over who gets my... No, but we've still got time, right, to, to pre-order XCOM. Well, I don't know, um, we don't know whether you get the bonuses if you pre-order after they're filled. I assume, I assume you do. Because that'd be really so. dumb. Okay. Well, yes, but yeah, you've got like less of a week to pre-order yeah, yeah. it now. Well, I think you're doing it. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. it's right. because everyone's already received it, I think, was the bit that got us confused. It's like, well, hang on, does that mean that they're just dishing them out like as they come in, or, or is it stopped because they hit the target? Or yeah. yeah. I think I might have to pre-order it. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah. I saw that long, extended, quick-looking EX thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I played the demo. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. I guess that's what I... I'm not what sure whether that was this last two weeks or more longer ago than that. But I played through the demo. Okay. What's been playing? <laughs> on enemy Games! <laughs> Games. <laughs> yeah, I played it. And it's, you know, fine. 
the demo was just like tutorials though, really, so it's not like, didn't really give you any context for the harder stuff or how complicated it gets or any of the base operations. There was none right. of that in it. It was just like, go on these two missions, shoot some things. Although I did have a class, I, I did still manage to get at least one sort of, you know, semi-epic, awesome, like, random save or whatever, you know, doing something where it's like, oh man, I have to pull this off or it's all going to go horribly wrong. Right. And then doing it and being like, yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Cool. Although <laughs> well, it was a fairly funny maneuver because it was like, you, I, it was the last enemy was hiding behind this building and all my guys were at the front of the building. But none of them had any kind of good shot on it because it was like miles away in cover and it was like yeah. 23% and then it's like trying to shoot through a wall to right. hit it or something. <laughs> but then and I was like, oh man, if I, my guys are just totally going to get murdered by it because they're, they're much more in the open. They're not yeah. really in cover. Yeah. But luckily it was like, oh look, this one guy who has a shotgun who's been completely useless in t- this entire mission because I wasn't any, anywhere near close enough range for a shotgun to actually matter. He also has the stupid ability where you can move your full double move distance and shoot. So it's just like, leg it! And then leg it right up to the square directly next to the alien and then just shoot him in the fucking face with a shotgun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, that works. Blabo. <laughs> nice. So that was pretty funny. It is pretty funny that just because of the way it look, looks where it's because it's all square base and everything. Yeah. And because it doesn't it doesn't really react to the fact that you can be right next to each other. So it's like if you if you run directly into the square next to each other, you're still like in cover and sort of like looking around the cover at like literally Guy, at like each other. <laughs> like two feet away. <laughs> like that's kind of weird. Yeah, that does sound a bit strange. But kind of funny. So yeah, there was that. So is it good? He's like, are you actually impressed and now more psyched about your pre-order? Or not any really, not more really. But it it justifies it. You mean? Well, I guess it seems fine. It's just it's just what happens later on, like how you know what the difficulty curve is, or what you I know, guess, yeah, how important the research choices are, or whatever. Yeah, I, I, it's, it must be the difficulty must be dumbed down from the original, I guess. Well, I mean, they did make they made the, they made their big deal about having classic difficulty, which is like their hard mode, I guess, where it's meant to be actually difficult, like the original was. But then I, I was thinking, like, do they mean like? As actually as difficult as the original was on the easiest setting or the hardest setting? <laughs> because the hardest oh, yeah. setting of the original was fucking impossible! <laughs> or somewhere in the middle. Maybe it tweaks the balance rather than, like, like, rather than the actual, like, difficulty. Like, maybe it's like a, um, um, you can play it classic mode and it tweaks how some things work. Well, that was also something else that I, that I heard, think I heard them say at some point, but I don't think they can really do that because everyone was like, oh, we want time units back or whatever. Oh yeah, I guess they wouldn't be able to do that, but they may be able to tweak like how some weapons perform or how certain actions yeah. pan out. But I think it's things. more likely just to be percentages. Yeah. 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 Almost certainly. Because that's the easiest thing to change. Or, you know, maybe it would slightly change enemy behaviour or something, so they they behave a bit more like how they did in the or employ the tactics that they used to do in the original. Well, I don't think they can employ the tactics they used to do in the original, really. Because in the original it was dumb. <laughs> and now they actually have more options. Like, elevation and shit actually is kind of more important. Yeah, but you know what I mean, they can prioritise stuff differently. Yeah. To maybe it'll make it feel a bit more like that, but with new stuff. It'll probably just be high damage. Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, everyone dies on the hits. Yeah, real real mode. But also, they have Iron Man as well, of course. In case you want to turn that on, Iron Man, where it always where it saves your progress every time when you can't reload. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. No, no going back. Sees. Yeah. No. So if you fuck up, you fuck it up. Yeah. I, sometimes those are cool. Like FTL does that, doesn't it? By default. Well, yeah. So should we talk about FTL? <laughs> should we? This is what our video was about. Yeah. Okay. So you can see us play, uh, uh, well, from scratch, because neither of us had tried it before. Um, yeah. So, which is kind of funny. Maybe that's our thing. Maybe we play games completely blind. Yeah, but as we discussed at the time, it's like, or maybe not on the video, but shortly after the time, it's not like we actually have an opportunity to do that very often. Playing stuff completely from from no knowledge is yeah, obviously makes it more interesting. Yeah. But that that isn't something that happens for us very often. <laughs> I guess you're right. Not really. <laughs> and it might make it difficult for us to decide which ones we should play. Yeah, also. So FTL is, was like one of the early Kickstarter projects to actually get released. The first, supposedly. I, I wonder if that's true, but... The first game. Mm. That's what they said. And what was it? They got like 200k or something off Kickstarter, was it? I don't know. Everyone wasn't paying attention to that bit. Paying <laughs> <laughs> attention to the bit where it was a, looked like a good game. Yeah. And everyone was playing it. And you know what? I, I think it kind of is. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to... I'm trying to think of the words to actually describe what it is, though. Yeah. It's some... It's a strategic space roguelike I guess yep pretty much but it's not it's a, it's a roguelike in a different sense like not the spelunky sense where the whole game is just like constantly lit. that's not a roguelike <laughs> by most accounts is it, is it not? everyone's super pissed that they, everyone keeps referring to spelunky as a roguelike because it's that alright what is the definition of roguelike then come on bring it well when people say roguelike the whole point of the phrase roguelike is like the game rogue <laughs> Which was an ASCII dungeon crawler adventure thing, which was brutally difficult and had permadeath. And so the only way that Spikey really is like a rogue, like, is like because it has and the deaths are it's a like part of the game. Or? Lots of death and like randomly generated levels to some extent. That's really all there is in Spikey that makes it. Like, right. So it's like everyone's pissed off about using that term. It's slightly better for for FDL, I guess. It has more or similar similarities to being like going through a dungeon, sort of, only in space. Yeah, the whole game space is basically dungeon. a dungeon, isn't it, really? But <laughs> when you get to the end of a sector, it just changes what you can see of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the class. In a way, it's a bit like those old. Um, was it? A bit like Legend of Grimlock in a strange way, you know, that those sort of games where you had to just get through the dungeon and get to the end. Well, yeah, that is sort of another element of the roguelikeness. Yeah. It's like. There's there's an end that you have to get to, but it's very difficult. Those, those those old I don't know, I don't know what you'd call those like the, I suppose dungeon survival I guess is a yeah. way of describing it. But but yeah, they play pretty cool because it's it's like it tells its own random story each time really, and like wow. what, what happens in each section can be wildly different, and um, so it's a bit randomised your success or failure rate really. Well, I mean, obviously, it's the whole point of those games is if you get lucky with the random drops, yeah. You can do better. 
But yeah, basically it plays out. And the, the big thing about it is more the combat element of it. So it's like you're fighting stuff most of the time. Yeah. And it's, um, uh, so whether you say fighting stuff, it's not like you don't move your ships or anything like that. You don't have control of that element of it, but you have controls about, um, how you attack. And what you attack is really the, the, the bulk of it. And you have to put power into different, <laughs> excuse me, power yeah. into different systems and target different enemy systems. Yeah, yeah. Is there a like, I mean, how do you know which strategy to use? Is it like different enemy ships suggest you should probably try a different way of doing it? Well, you just look at what they have, basically. Oh, right, when yeah. you, when you first go into combat, you can see like, here's what, you can see their weapons sticking out of the side of their ships, so you know what they're about to shoot at you, and you can see you, you, unless you've upgraded your sensors, you can't see in their ship, but you but can you know see like, what modules are attached. Right. Yeah. So, so if they have like a drone control, you're like, oh, they might have drones. Right, okay. So yeah, you can know what to target first and that kind of thing. Mm. But do you have any kind of general tactic for dealing with bad damage situations? Shoot weapons. <laughs> yeah, shoot weapons. Yeah, take, take their weapons offline take, and, or take the shields offline first so you can damage their rooms. Well, yeah, it depends yeah. how thick their shields are, basically. Yeah. Like if they have, and like, what weapons you currently have equipped? Because some weapons are better against shields. Some go through shields. Some, you know, yeah. ignoring them completely. Um, some are good at taking them out. So your other weapons can then get through. So there's an element of timing. Yeah. Um, and that's and then that's all complicated by the fact that you control your crew on the ship as well. In that, so fires break out that you have to put out or vent into space. Right. Yeah. The systems get damaged. Systems get damaged. You have to go repair them, which then dramatically can affect you. Like if your sensor array gets fucked, you can no longer see what's going on. And if your shields get fucked, then you're screwed. Yeah. If your shields get fucked, then all damage goes straight to the hull, and your rooms get very easily damaged. And uh, if your weapons get damaged, that's a real shitter because then you can't fight back. Um, and in some ships, like you can choose to have a teleportation device, so you can board the enemy ship, and most annoyingly, they can board you. <laughs> well, that's well. not that much of a problem, really. Once you work out the obvious tactics of like vent them to space, yeah, wait to see where they appear, open as many doors as you can in the bit that they're in, so they can so they start taking damage from having low oxygen, mm. and then and then preferably, if possible, fight them inside the medbay. Because <laughs> you just turn on your medbay, and then you heal about as fast as they deal damage. But, but you can't really control where they go unless you have like because they just destroyed the doors. If you've got like, um, well, if they go to door control, yeah. yeah. Do you have any kind of like you can't design your ship, right? It's just a no. set, set layout. You can't like make yeah. a make a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. So that would be cool. Well, I mean, that could theoretically happen. It's not that complicated a system, really. It could be uh, like an update because they haven't really. Um, apparently, they ran out of time and stuff to and, and effort, I suppose, to put in all the steam um, features, like you know, steam workshop. And, well, they got uh, and at the least they got cloud saving working. Yeah, but the achievement system isn't tied into steam. It's all in game, and that doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it does if you want your S rank. But, <laughs> yeah, but if it doesn't have Steam achievements, there's no ranks at all, so it doesn't. <laughs> no, I guess you can't not have an S rank, I suppose. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Everyone has an S rank. And so, we... so perhaps they could have like yeah done stuff like that. Like there's some obvious choices maybe for the workshop would have been you know mod no extra events that could happen in the game, so you could mod so you could have different events mod so there's different ships and weaponry. And so it seems like a game that could be quite easily expanded. Yeah. I think they probably might Or do. maybe that's why they didn't open it up, because they want 
DLC. Or they want to be able to at least control it so it doesn't make a whole ton of dumb shit. Yeah. Well, but, yeah but that's the thing, you know, that's the argument that people have for Torchlight over the yeah, aggro and stuff is that it's a much more open framework, so some people gain a lot of their fun from Torchlight for making it batshit crazy. Well, the, the other thing I was thinking about that is the, if they do, like, even if it's not DLC, even if they only do, like, actual patch updates, they're not going to charge for it or whatever... I still think it's almost they need to put it into a different mode. It's like they need to have, like, extended mode where it adds more stuff. Because actually, like, part of the difficulty of the game is the base set of events is a limited set. So you, to some extent, you start to know what each of these events might mean or what might happen if you go and do this thing. Oh, I see what you mean. So, yeah, you go, like, when we went to that um, station and it's like, right, we could scan and get for stuff. (laughs) Oh, shit, shield guy dying. Yeah, so we we send someone down it's like, it smells like decay and death. Oh, no, he's contracted some fatal disease. He's not going to make it. So we lost a crew member and it's like, that's a shit. (laughs) Shield guy, Yeah. We didn't even remember his name. (laughs) (laughs) He only lasted about, like, two missions. Was it Ken or something like that? Ken the shield guy. Yeah. And and at the time, Rob was, Rob was like, oh no, Shield Guy is the cursed position. He puts someone in shields and then they die. <laughs> and as it turns out, that seems to have been quite a lot of the case all the other times I've played. <laughs> I've had several times where Shield Guy is the guy who dies from the random events. You can call him Shields after that guy from uh, the hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> shields. Steve Shields. Steve Shields. Steve Shields. Is yeah. it Steve? I think it's Steve. Sounds right. Yeah. Shield. But That's yeah. a great name for a goalkeeper. Good <laughs> shield guy. But I, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool. The soundtrack's pretty awesome. Yeah, that helps. Oh really? Yeah. I mean it's it's su- it's suitable. It's kind of, you know, sort of I don't know how it's it's kind of chip in some ways, but not super chip sounds, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's used, not believy. It's got the it's got it's, yeah, it's kind of chip composition but with kind of spacey eighties synth sounds. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Which just, it just fades good. into the battle version of the music where it like, gets yeah. a bass line or whatever. Dang! Dang, dang! But yeah, you fly through space and fight things. Yee. And eventually you work out tactics to make yourself less likely to completely fail. Yeah. Because <laughs> failing is what it's all about. Don't rush. Yeah, apparently. But then it was like, I think also like the different ships obviously are different. Yeah. And... Well, the in-game achievements, there's overall achievements that are just like achievements, but there's also ship-specific achievements, where if you do certain things with certain ships, you unlock, like, an alternate room layout for that ship. Oh, right, okay. So that basically gives you, like, another set of ships, essentially. Because they are quite different, as I discovered with the one room layout I've unlocked, where the original version of the ship is just, like, a sort of a basic ship that's focused more on drones. But then the alternate version of that ship is a ship where... You only have one crew member, but ah. your drone, you have drone control where you, you basically have ship repair drones. Right. So instead of having crew members running your rooms and repairing the systems, you just have automated drones that do it for you, and you only start with one crew, actual crew member. One man, one guy. <laughs> that mean you lose the crew bonus? Yeah, that means you lose the crew right. bonuses to manning your rooms. But it does also mean you can do funny things, or just like, have your entire ship open to space the whole time. That's true. <laughs> because yeah. the drones don't need to breathe, so if anyone boards you, they're totally blown. <laughs> That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, fires and ain't no thing. Yeah, and drones are pretty good at putting out fires, even when you have the sh- doors closed as well. So 
So I don't get damaged much by fire, I don't know. I haven't noticed them. I don't think I guess they they're do. metal. So. Yeah. I wonder if the rock dudes are like super hardy to fire. That is their main skill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're immune to fire. Yeah. But they're also super slow, so. <laughs> and they're not really any better at putting out fire, which is the other problem. Uh, does fire have much of a drawback to the ship? Because I couldn't work that out last time if it like damages the hull slowly or. It damages the room system slowly. Yeah. Which is alright, I suppose, if that room is already fucked and you could just close it off and leave the fire in there for a bit. Well, it, the thing is that when a, when a system goes to red when it's fully damaged, it all, that also does hull damage. Oh, okay. Like one, one point of damage. But it can't do any more. I don't think so. Oh, yes. If you, like, don't care about that system, you could just shut it off. And... <laughs> yeah, but the trouble is room, the, the fire still spread through the doors even if you have blast doors. Oh, really? Eventually. You can't just leave fires in there forever. Okay. You can turn off your oxygen to the fly because then the fires burn up the oxygen. So you yeah. don't actually have to open it to space to put fires out, in theory. It could just disable your life support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Take some crew damage, but no, because the fires burn up the oxygen faster than the crew breathes it. Oh, I see. So the rooms they where the crews are don't actually get run out of oxygen before the fire gets run out of oxygen. Oh, that's cool. That's cool that they thought of that. I think that also depends on how many fires there are. Obviously, yeah. more squares of fire to clean it faster. Because I'm loving the crew. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving the crew. <laughs> exactly. That was. A... I was waiting to say that, and you already jumped in there. <laughs> well, it was in the video, so <laughs> we already made that joke. <laughs> Several times. Hell, I make it every five minutes when we're playing Guild Wars. Yep. <laughs> Why? Because the the Asura have um Asura, however you say it. Yeah, they 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 have like groups of their teams. Their science teams are called crews. Crews. Spelled with a K. And they're they're like crews. Crews. So they're loving the crews. Yep. Awesome. Always be loyal to your crew. <laughs> loving the crew. So that was FDR. yeah. We go on a holiday on a. On a uh, cruise ship. Love the cruise. Love the cruise. And uh, we said that when we were going to a pinball party, didn't we? When we, we like that was where we came up with it. We, yeah, we went over a crest oh, of a hill, and it's like I'm loving the views. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving the views. Yeah. So I came. I eventually finished FDL. Katie Holmes isn't loving the cruise. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yeah, it, it has an ending. Yeah, uh, yeah. I heard that it ends. Right. It, yeah, it ends. If you survive. And you it have... doesn't take that long to get there, but you survive, right? Well, well, we played for two and a half hours. Right. Yeah, we played for two and a half hours. We only got section sector five. Really? So. Yeah. I'm okay. not so sure about the like the comments that you know the games run that faster than that. Well, if, if you die a lot, then yeah, that's they probably do we, run did, we did take more time and pondered things, but it's like, and discussed. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so you get to the end, and then there's a boss fight, basically, as a big end thing. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there's a boss fight. There's a thing at the end that you have to shoot. Um, but yeah, it was like, I I started naming my ships with like, where I they have na- like generic ship names, where it's like the Kestrel is the basic ship you start with. Yeah. So I just started adding like Mark II or whatever to remind me how many times I played that ship. But then it was like really dumb because I played the Kestrel, the, you, the first time you get to Sector 5, you unlock another ship, which is that drone control ship. And I played the the original ship like ten or twelve times, and never got any further than how far we got in that video. <laughs> never oh, really? scored any better. And then, like the first time I tried the, that second ship, I made it like to sector seven, and I was like, "Well, that was well easier." 
And then, like, by the time I'd done 14 or 15 runs with the Kestrel, mm-hmm. well, on, like, the, on, like, the third run with the other ship, I finished it. <laughs> and, really? And killed the boss. And I was like, wait, that was well easy. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? And then eventually I, I have actually beaten it with the Kestrel as well now. Which was a lot more difficult. But I've unlocked two more ships since then. Like, when you complete the game, you unlock an advanced sort of version of the Kestrel, which has, a, like, a special weapon... Which I'm most of the way through a mission with that now. It looks like I'm probably going to win. Okay. Because I've got some decent upgrades and stuff. I'm still looking for cloak. Looking for the cloaking device. Because you kind of need that for the last boss. As I fortunately discovered that first time when I made it to the last boss with that second ship. It was like, uh, on the system before the end, I was like, well, I've got tons of money. Why don't I just buy cloaking? And then as it turns out, you kind of need cloaking for the last boss. (laughs) Because it has, like, a super weapon, basically. All right. Whereas, like, if you don't avoid it, you're probably going to take quite a lot of damage. Right. But so you just cloak. <laughs> yeah. But then, the like, the, the I also unlocked this fourth ship where there was a series of events you had to find in space and then, like, quest markers and you had to go to them. Uh-huh. And I unlocked this other ship. And it's a fucking... I can't see how you can possibly play this ship because it's a stealth ship, so it starts with cloaking. But it starts with cloaking, but no shields... So you have to rely entirely on just dodging stuff. <laughs> and the cloak doesn't recharge nearly fast enough to let you dodge a lot of stuff. So you're going to take quite a lot of hull damage. And then that uses up your scrap on repairs instead of buying stuff like shields, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, this ship is well difficult. I can't imagine how you can make it to the end. But yeah. So it doesn't actually have a shield system at all. No. You can upgrade. No. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't start with the shield And annoyingly, the shield system costs the same as the cloak system. So it's like 150. <laughs> Can you like get make a stronger hull or something in that one? Or? I don't think so. Well, yeah. there it does have an upgrade that makes it so that like systems take less damage. Yeah. So there's a chance that your systems won't get completely killed every time you take a shot to the hull. Oh, yeah, that sounds that does sound hard. I guess you have to like really spend as much money as soon as possible on just upgrading the cloak. So you have the longest cloak possible. Can, can you fire one cloak? You can if you have the stealth weapons upgrade, which I think it starts with. Mm-hmm. But it, it also has ship weaponry to start with as well, which doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, can you break the shields of enemies that well? Or, or does it, do you come with Artemis or something? Or? No, it doesn't have a rocket. It only has a shitty shield. It has a shitty laser and a beam. So you really can only, and what as soon as enemies get past two layers of shields, you're totally boned unless you find another weapon. Boneyed. So yeah, that ship is well difficult, it seems. So yeah, that's that. I How guess. many ships do you think there are? You can see because there's an unlock page. There's yeah. nine ships. But I'm not. I haven't. I haven't really seen any hints of where to get the other ones, apart from one. One other random event I found that I think probably leads to another ship where you like find a fucked up stasis pod, and then it's like, we don't know what to do with this, let's just take it with us. But I never found the other end of that event where it's like, ah, here's the guy who knows what to do with this. Right, okay. (laughs) I don't know why this reminds me, but have you seen that crazy, crazy ass game that came out fairly recently, Tokyo Jungle? Yeah. How bonkers does that look? Japanese. Yeah. Japanese bonkers, that's the answer. Are you familiar there? No. Right. Essentially, Jack are quite obsessed with it. Or well, well one it's of them just is. it's just weird. It's like basically there's this post-apocalyptic version of Tokyo that where the city actually looks fairly intact. Yeah, just, <laughs> classically. Except a bit in a, in a sort of I Am Legend style. That's sort of you know 
wild growth and stuff yeah. has happened, and all the pets and animals and um, zoo, uh, and zoo, zoo zoo animals have all escaped, and now it's like um, the dog eat dog world, almost literally, yep. of surviving um, surviving the Tokyo jungle. Um, but it puts you in the perspective of one of the one of that you can be one of the animals like, right. of, of any race, pretty much that yeah. is there in any any species. Random animals. and yeah, and and then you have to try and survive. So, like, um, I forget the breed of dog. It is Pomeranian or yeah. something. Pom- Pomeran- Tiny dogs. Yeah, like the little fluffy, start with little fluffy handbag dog type things, and you can like take on bears and shit. Only <laughs> <laughs> you can die. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's 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 weird because it's. Like the concept sounds utterly, utterly bizarre, and it's kind of arcadian that you have to keep your food up the whole time, but um, your your animal ages like one year every minute or something, so you have to uh, you have to breed and stuff like that, and then your your son or daughter takes over, and you have to lead your clan of animals or something to just stay alive. And it's basically just a survival game; you stay alive for as long as you can. Um, although there are missions and stuff which do things as well, but it just looks bonkers. Yeah. Like, <coughs> kind of the same game as FDL, basically. Yeah, it's one of those, like, how did it... <laughs> well, a little bit, yeah, but it's sort of like... It's, it's another road bike, I suppose. I guess. Some just, sometimes it begs the question, though, of something like that, because it hasn't got a high production value. Like, the graphics are pretty shoddy. Yeah. They look like they could have been on a PS2 or, you know, last-gen stuff. So it's, it's not great in terms of that, but it's... Okay, yeah, who, who green-lighted that project? <laughs> Japan. Japan, we're like, green lights! We're Japan! We're going to green light Tokyo Jungle. Japan don't care. Exactly. <laughs> China don't care, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was my what-the-fuck game of the week. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. Now, what else have I been playing? Indeed, it's the question. Even more stuff. I played quite a lot more Borderlands 2. And then this week I might be more capable of actually talking about that. Okay. <laughs> I totally can't remember a single thing that I said last time, so I might repeat myself. That's all right. <laughs> it's quite possible. I don't think you said much about Borderlands. No. I don't think I, even though I talked for some time, I don't think I did say much. Right? I think we asked you about the interface and things. And... Yeah, and about the guns and stuff. I guess. Yeah, I think I, I definitely remember describing the terribleness of the interplayer training system. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's easier, no, it's, it's still easier to chuck stuff on the ground. Yep. It's no longer the way to do it, but it's still easier. Do you yeah. use the marker's trash feature? Oh, the mark inventory. Yeah, stuff. the marker's trash, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because, see, like, I've heard some people were like, I don't understand the point in it, because it's like you still have to go to a store and say, well, yeah. sell it. And it's like, and the marking of the things is what you'd be doing at the store anyway to say, I sell it. But I suppose it's, like, just nicer to keep it all sorted in your inventory. Or... Well, it's it's more like it's easier to keep on t- top of like your inventory as you go yeah it's like I, I did find I do remember from the first game like occasionally sort of just having a look at it and go wait which of these is the one I wanted to keep <laughs> but then again that's what the the thing is it has the marker's trash thing so you can mark things as trash and then hit the button to sell it all but it also has favourite so then you just favourite the weapons you're actually using so oh. the marker's trash thing is entirely pointless oh yeah <laughs> but that's cool yeah the favourite thing is almost more useful. Yeah, it is, really. You can just casually mark all your guns that you actually want to use and then keep a hold of. Star them. Yeah, yeah. it is a star, in fact. <laughs> Predictably. <laughs> the favourite symbol. Apparently. So, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to talk some more about 
uh, characters and shit. I'm not sure whether I mentioned it last time. I think I probably did because it was one of my major problems. You did say that the old characters from Borderlands 1 are in it, but that you played in Borderlands 1 are in it and they, they've been given, like, characters. Yeah, to some extent. It's a bit strange. Although they do... They are still... The, even, like, from what there was of their characters in Borderlands 1, they're, they're, what they do now still sort of makes sense for those that sort of character. Mm-hmm. That kind of matches. <laughs> and I'm not sure whether I mentioned it last time, but my big problem with the fact that voiceover is constantly coming on and then being obscured by gunfire. <laughs> right. So People know. are always talking to you and you can never hear it because you're always fighting something. Can you turn the subs on? Yeah. And does it let they appear most of the time? Yeah. But you still can't read it when you're fighting. <laughs> I guess. That's true. <laughs> and also it has another equal, equally annoying problem of like... It's a problem of sort of the interface where when you're like opening shit and picking shit up... Especially with, like, the ammo drops or whatever. You're just, like... You're running to all these containers and be like, open, 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 pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. <laughs> it's just like, you hit the button. But occasionally, there'll be a thing that's actually a thing that's going to tell you, like, it's going to start a voice recording and, like, have a bit of plot or something. But you're just like, pick up, pick up, pick up. And you're like, oh, shit, I just picked up that thing. And, oh, shit, it started talking and and stopped whatever was just other happening talking. <laughs> yeah. So it's really easy to accidentally, like stop something that's playing and start something else and then you can't hear what the original thing was saying. It's particularly bad. There's some missions where there's like you go into this guy's basement and you have to find his like four different recordings that like different parts of this story that it tells you. Mm-hmm. But they're all just in containers around the room. So while you're looting the room it's like, oh no, I start the next recording. <laughs> Fuck. Oh damn. <laughs> it sounds like this is yeah. quite a common complaint, this one. Yeah. It's a bit of a it's like they needed... Well, the thing was that the, the, I, everyone's main complaint about it is they had a solution to that problem in Borderlands 1 where your mission log stored all the voice clips as well so you could go back and play them. Right. the actual voiceovers from any part of any mission. That sounds good. <laughs> but that doesn't exist in Borderlands 2 any longer. It's kind of dumb. So that is a weird decision. To remove something like that. Yeah. yeah I don't know. And then... Uh, so the other thing I was going to say about characters... I didn't really talk about the actual Borderlands 2 characters very much, apart from saying that the Siren is not nearly as cool as the original Siren. <laughs> well, although I've sort of maybe started to come around on it a little bit. May, once you get... Siren. Yeah. Once I got my, like, phase lock abilities upgraded to be... Because of the way I've... Well, I've only gone down one of the trees, because it's like, you know, you have these three different trees that have slightly different play styles. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the one that just gives you better, better regular phase lock. So now that I've got my phase lock, it's like, I've got, I've got it as high as, I've got level five in the skill that makes it longer. And I've got a class mod that makes it even longer. And then I've got level five in the one that makes it cool down faster and an artifact that makes it cool down even faster. So I can basically do phase locks a lot and really fast. And then I've also got the skill where if the thing that I phase lock dies, it homes onto another thing oh, okay. 100% of the time. Oh, cool. Because that only starts at like 20% at the lowest level. Right. But I've maxed that out as well. So, so it's 100%. it always happens, right? So it's kind of awesome now. So I can always have things phase locked and like and it recharges really fast. Although it would be nice if the homing feature of the phase lock was actually a little bit better. <laughs> okay. Because it, it's sort of like, 
Well, it's really slow. It like travels through the air, so it's like as it flies through another target, and it doesn't seem to have a very good turning circle. Okay, and it can't go through obstacles. So sometimes it would just get up the get, get against the wall and be like, bew, bew, bew. <laughs> like um, well, that bounces off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a bit weird. Yeah, so it's, it's it's okay if you're in sort of a more open space, but it's not so hot if you're. Although it can be quite funny if you're like. If you phase lock an enemy that's spawned out of like a door or something, then kill him, and then the next guy spawns and it immediately just picks him up. <laughs> like count the spawn with your phase lock wall. I heard you could change it to thought lock. You something. can. That's the last last level of that skill tree is to change it to make enemies fight for you instead. But I don't don't think that's actually as helpful. Yeah, it's like which. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd want. I'd rather not change it permanently. I think. It's yeah. Like, I never like those convert to your side powers in games. No. No. They're never really my. I just don't think it would be that powerful. I'm not sure how much damage enemies do. That's the main problem. Because it's impossible to tell how much damage they do to each other compared to you or. Oh, yeah, but then would it, but then would it like home the fort lock so when that guy dies it takes over another one? Yeah, it would do. That, that could be pretty useful. It could be. And also the other trouble with fort, with the idea of fort lock is whether it, like, how high level enemies it affects. I assume it works the same as phase lock because there's certain enemies that you can't phase lock and it just does damage to. Mm. So it would still do damage to them. But then the trouble with that is that when you change it to fort lock, it also, the cooldown gets longer. So if you do hit a target that you can't fort lock, you can't get that extra damage as quickly. Mm. I think it's the main problem with that. I'm presuming it won't do much to bosses either. Well, that's that's the kind of enemy really that you can't hit with that. I hear there's less bosses in this one. Uh, yeah, I guess. Which is just a bit of a shame, because the bosses were always kind of cool. No, they weren't. <laughs> I quite like the bosses. I like just like a big dude that took more bullets. Oh, yeah, but I kind of preferred it, because there's, there's a sort of more of a sense of danger about it, and it sort of, they were legitimately, like, they weren't ever really bad. There was something like you know, there was always something interesting about them compared to the rest of the game. You know, it was nice to have something that was a one-off. Well, there is still that. I mean, there are still those, but it's also now that the general enemies are be- generally better. It does make the general fighting a bit more interesting. Like they're you know, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, I thought that, I just thought it was a bit of a disappointment. The first game was I kind of wanted more of those, like just think uh, events almost. They're like oh, something special is happening, rather than wandering around and shooting guys. I want, more, I want more of the special. You know, it's, 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 and they always had those cool intros and the. <laughs> well, they still have those. Yeah, and the sort of like, in the little, like, here's a guy and here's a stupid tagline describing <laughs> that guy. Yep, and they're still playing of that. Yeah, because that's still cool. <laughs> still. But there wasn't enough of it, damn it. It's like you started off with several of them and then it just sort of stopped for hours and then, and then you'd see one more and then it'd stop for hours and then you would see another one first. A long, long time. Yeah, yeah. I guess you see them... I don't know if I'd say you see them more frequently, but that's because, they're, you know, it's sort of more compacted. And also there's a lot of them right at the start of the game where all the old characters from Borderlands 1 get introduced, like Scooter and Dr. Z and all yeah, them. Yeah. They have their <laughs> stupid thing again. <laughs> does it do the... Um, are they all done in video still? Like, does it rely on video versions to do things like that, or is it all in-game engine? Mm, I haven't really noticed. <laughs> you know, because that's still a, 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 you were saying. I remember when Dan said back in the Max Payne stuff, there was something nice about it. Like when it's 
when there isn't a harsh jump to video. Yeah. yeah. When the actual game looks better than the video. And it's like, and that happened in Borderlands 1. Well, if it is, if it is using video, it's not distinctly different mm. looking. It does sort of still fade out. Like you open a door to like Scooter's face and then it, it like. <laughs> a door to his face. <laughs> it like fades out and then fades in to him sitting in a chair and then he just says something dumb. <laughs> As you would expect. Also, people saying dumb things. Right. This whole game is about people saying dumb things and retarded references to stupid shit. <laughs> like what? Well, I think maybe. References. Possibly the most annoying example is the commando dude. Is, well, there's lots of, like, internet meme references in general, oh. but the Commando dude is maybe the worst, because quite a lot of... It's one of his repeated sound effects for when he gets critical kills, I think it is. But just occasionally he just goes, cool story, bro, <laughs> when you kill someone. And that's kind of annoying after that a while. Is, that is <laughs> and also the achievement for finishing the game is called Cool Story, bro, <laughs> which I guess makes more sense. Yeah, that <laughs> High five, bro, would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense either. No, but it's slightly better than Cool Story. Because it's like, you just kill a guy. There's no, there's no story behind that. Do you ever see that Cool Story bra? Post <laughs> 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 nature. Well, it's a, it's yeah. a blue bra with stars on for the beach or whatever. It's labelled Cool Story bra. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's sort of r- ridiculous references. Like, there's a mission where... <laughs> the mission is called Splinter Group. Splinter group. And then, uh, and then you, uh, you pick up a pizza, and then you go into a sewer. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> and then you fight four colour-coded enemies with na- certain names. Right. Like, Dan and Lee. <laughs> okay. And then at the end, you fight another enemy, who I can't remember what his name is. But it's like, oh, look, this is a retarded Ninja Turtles reference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, well, it's really stupid because it's like you, it's like, oh, these dangerous mutants have escaped. And then when, as you're going into this area, the person comes on the radio, it's like, cut them no slack. Yeah, <laughs> like, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Yeah, that is fairly funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, that, that's one of the ridiculous references. And there is a, there's a much less subtle Minecraft reference where it's just like you go into this cave and there's just Minecraft blocks and creepers. Oh. <laughs> it's not even like yeah. enemies made to look like things from Minecraft. It just literally is enemies from Minecraft. Weird. <laughs> That's kind of cool. You have to though. shoot the creepers. Yeah, and then they explode. And then there's a badass creeper. <laughs> and then it drops a skin that gives you Minecraft coloured clothes and you can get another thing which is just the giant blockhead. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, kind of dumb. That's neat. I like shit like that in games, though. Yeah, but there's a quite a lot of dumb, stupid things. There is quite. There's also a funny side mission, which is like I think there's an achievement that's like that where the achievement is like, well, that was easy. Where you just where in this random bit of level, you just find one of those psycho dudes, and he has a mission marker, and you go up to him, and he's like, shoot me in the face, and then you shoot him in the face, and then you're done. Mission <laughs> <Yeah>, complete. <laughs> okay. The mission is just called shoot this guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's really stupid. Oh, that's great. Shoot me in the face, alright? It's very gearbox. Yeah. So it goes on like that. And also, like, the assassin dude, a lot of his stuff is haikus. Oh. Like, random things that he says are all haikus, which is kind of funny as well. Also kind of annoying after a while, because they repeat. Yeah, I guess the, the 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 sounds in the first one weren't actually that bad, were they? Really, because they were kind of 
generic, I suppose. Yeah. They didn't really, they were just like, mine and mine. <laughs> well, that was quite annoying, the or, chest opening sound effect. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> as the berserker would do. Just kind of. Yeah. Well, and perhaps the berserker's berserk sound effects were a That was also. <laughs> like the gunzerker <laughs> version of those are a little less ridiculous now. Yeah. They're sort of along the same lines, but a bit more sort of toned down and quieter. <laughs> he sort of hums to himself sometimes. Mm. Or sometimes he does get a bit like. Berserky sounding, oh. manacle laughing. Oh. But sometimes oh. he's just like, mm-hmm, as he's cutting the showers off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I've now played all the classes to see what was going on. Okay. I had lo- a lot of trouble with the Gunsaker, because this is okay. something else I go- uh, wanted to talk about, is like, the start of the game is kind of rough. It's like you don't have nearly enough ammo and like, it's kind of annoying to kill things, and it goes on from like that for quite a while. But then, like once you get over that hump, it's like, oh no, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah. at the start of the game, kind of sucks. Kip has commented on that as well, like like just ammo is in sewer short supply. Yeah, you run out well easily, and that's a real problem. Also, because at the start of the game, you only have two weapon slots. Right. So theoretically, you can have two different types of weapon, but then if you run out of that ammo, which is quite possible, you then have to, like, go to your menu and then swap your weapons out to go to a different weapon that you've got that haven't used the ammo up for. Hmm. So that, that kind of compounds the problem. <laughs> and, of course, if you're playing as the Gunzerker, you use both of those weapons when you're Gunzerking. Oh, right, of course. So, so you have no fucking ammo. Yeah, so you just use all your ammo really quickly. <laughs> Although it is... Quite early in one of the gunzerking skill trees, you can get, like, regenerating ammo, which helps, although it is still possible to run out. So, yeah. How does it regenerate? Do you just wait? Well, it's just when you're in the gunzerk mode. Ah. I think... I'm not sure whether it's regenerating or whether it's, like, sometimes when when you're firing, you just don't use ammo. Right, yeah. (laughs) Like a percentage chance. So, yeah. That was a problem for me when I was playing gunzerker. But then the other thing was, as I discovered, when you... We finished, I finished the, the game, like, once through, and then it unlocks your, like, second playthrough or whatever, where the enemies just get, get harder and you carry on leveling up and all that. But as I was going, well, like, when you start the game for the second time, it's almost the same problem again, but not because you haven't got ammo, it's because there's a, when it starts the game over, all the guns that you've been using up to that point are suddenly shit. <laughs> so they do, like, no damage, so you just have to dump a million bullets into anything to kill it. And then you just, and then you have to basically replace all the awesome, cool weapons you've just been using with shitty weapons that you've just picked up off the floor that deal like twice as much damage. Hmm. It's like that's kind of annoying. When does that happen then? When you start the second playthrough. Oh right, yeah, of course. <laughs> What's it? It's got a different name now, isn't it? Rather yeah, it's than... called True Vault Hunter Mode or something, yeah. rather than just Playthrough Two. <laughs> New game plus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's kind of annoying, especially when you've got like. All my weapon slots are full of awesome purple weapons that I've been using and are totally awesome. And all my grenade mods and shields and all this shit, all purple and have been totally awesome. And then suddenly they're all totally shit. (laughs) Now you have to pick up whites and greens and start over. Well, at least that gives you something to work towards in the second playthrough rather than just sticking with the same. Yeah, but it's, it's, it just kind of, Makes you, the start of the game suck again. Right, yeah. yeah. You want you want the crazy shit to still be about, I guess, from the start. Yeah. I mean, obviously, theoretically, a lot of the weapons you're going to get again, because, 
Well, a lot of the good weapons are the stuff that you get from bosses, so right. they're all, you're going to get those again, probably, only in a higher level version. Yeah. Or from missions. So, yeah. It's just that it's, I didn't expect it to be quite as annoying as it was. Because everything, you got, if you're just using your previous weapons from the first playthrough, everything has so much freaking health, where it's just like, I'm offloading an entire cliff of bullets into the head of this fucking marauder. I not And he doesn't goddamn die. So, yeah. That sucks. Kind of annoying. Hmm. Uh, although on the plus side, at least in the second playthrough, they don't limit what weapons you can get. Because in the in, when you start the game originally, you don't get any SMGs or rocket launchers for quite a while. Hmm. But yeah, that happened in the first game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was uh, like that in the first game. But luckily it doesn't do that in the second playthrough. So at cool. least I found some shitty SMGs that I could use. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. But also, the other thing that's slightly better now in in the second playthrough of Borderlands 2 is that, like, the enemies aren't just strong, they're actually different. Like, now you get psychos that have armor, so they, ah. they count as armor as a target, so you actually have to use corrosive damage to do any decent amount of damage to them. So that we use against armor? Could not, bullet, not piercing, but no, corrosive. corrosive. Okay, to burn through the armor. Yeah, basically. Would you have to splat, have oh, acid just zap them and it would just electrocute them for it? Or... No, that's shields. Yeah. Not armor, but then that. So when I got, but that would make sense. Surely, if they just have armor and it's made of metal, then well, you assume it's made of metal. Yeah, but then that was the thing that I like uh, at the start of playthrough two. I as soon as I picked, I I found two SMGs, one of which was a slag SMG, and that when you, the idea of slag is like once you get the slag effect on them they take, like, more damage. Right. So then at that point, I was like, oh, I could actually use this... Because I hadn't needed to the whole first playthrough, but I was like, I'm doing so little damage, I can actually use this the way it's intended. Shoot the slag gun until they get slagged, and then switch to another gun and deal more damage. Right, yeah. That's the way you're supposed to use <laughs> it. Oh, right, so slag is, like, a condition that yeah. you give yeah. to things. Like poison or something. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I started doing that, but the trouble with that is that the weapon switch takes such a fucking long time. Oh, no. And the slag condition doesn't last very long... So it's like you're wasting all this time after you It's like, it's better in co-op where it's like, I'll slag them and you shoot and you them. Shoot them yeah. <laughs> you slag. Yeah, exactly. Shoot it, you, you slag. slag. <laughs> yeah. Too fast. So that was Borderlands 2. I finished it, in case you missed that part where I said I finished where it. Where you said you started a second playthrough, yeah. Is the end boss as crap? Mm, not as crap. Well, the thing was, <laughs> without going into spoilers... Don't go into spoilers. The thing about the first... Well, I can spoil the first Borderlands boss, because it's not a spoiler at this point. No, I think we're spoiler-free on that one. Go nuts. Well, the thing about the first Borderlands boss was you just stood behind some pillars and shot it. Yeah, you could stand still a lot. Because <laughs> it had a giant laser beam that just didn't, you could just stand behind the pillar, and that yeah. was its main attack. So you didn't really move from behind these pillars, because you still often had an angle yeah. to shoot things. So that was the problem with the first... And... I'm pretty sure at some point they said, like, they, someone said, oh, we recognise that that was the problem with the first one, and we've, like, everything's more dynamic now, we want you to move around in combat, and that's why all the enemies dodge and, and stuff, and yeah. flank you and make you move. Yeah. But the trouble is, as it turns out in Borderlands 2 Last Boss, they still didn't really solve that problem. <laughs> I spent a lot of my time sitting behind a wall where it couldn't really shoot me. <laughs> awesome. Although it does, like, it moves around a lot more, so you have to actually move away from that wall and make it to a different wall. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah. fair enough. So yeah, they didn't quite solve that problem. They got a bit closer. So do you, do you have a bank now? Yeah, you, you do. It's not DLC. You do, but it kind of sucks. There's just not enough space. Mm. 
So you're always still having to chuck shit out all well, the there time. There was a lot of space in there. There wasn't, but there was more. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than there is in this. Well, like, maybe they're still time. planning on expanding it with DLC then, I guess. Yeah, quite possibly. They need to think of some little crappy things. Oh, and the other thing I was going to mention, also trying to avoid spoilers... Uh, like at the end of Borderlands 1 you have that mysterious guardian angel that turns up at the start of Borderlands 1 and it's like do this do that go to the vault and then and then at the end it's like oh no it's like it was a Hyperion satellite or something yeah. or something but then in Borderlands 2 it turns up again right at the start and says follow that claptrap robot and it's like wait <laughs> it's the same thing's happening again and just like in Borderlands 1 for some reason you just instantly trust this random transmission yeah, that's like, coming okay. into your head <laughs> okay. like yes I will do that mysterious voice why not <laughs> but then the other, the other problem with that is there's basically sort of two twists sort of midway through the game and then not really at the end, but sort of closer to the end, yeah. to do with that. And it kind of fucks the whole thing up, where it makes even less sense than it already made. Right. <laughs> it's like, and like almost one of the first things it says to you turns out to be a complete lie. And it's like, <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. You did something in the world, and you said this was your reason for doing it. And it turned out that that wasn't the reason that you, you weren't what you said you were. And that was, and it was like, what? Uh, so but that means that it. just proves that AIs in satellites can lie. No, it doesn't. I'll tell you. That. <laughs> I gotta play the game, right? Yeah, now. It's, it's just like my main problem with that that sort of plot twist is. Well, the first twist is fine; it makes sense. Whereas, like, obviously, and you're like, that's not really a surprise. The second twist is just like the ultimate retcon. It's like they win. They they were trying to make a story. In Borderlands 2. Yeah. And for some reason, they decided to tie it very directly to Borderlands 1 story. But then, it, it, like, uh, at the point where it, it connects, it doesn't make any sense. Right, so it doesn't actually connect. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's kind of a shame. It's kind of weird. But does it work on its own if you try and, if you forget about it, try to connect to the Borderlands 1 stuff? Not really, because they directly connect it in the game as well. Oh, right. Like, you can find audio logs where it, it basically. It, it has audio logs that include the voice from Borderlands 1, only with extra bits on either end that kind of describe what was happening around that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it's what was happening when the Guardian Angel was talking to you in Borderlands 1, here's some stuff before and after that specific phrase was uttered. And that doesn't, that makes even less sense again. It's just like, like, you've tried to link it, but then it doesn't make any sense once you know the, the like, secret behind the whole thing. Yeah. So, girl, the story is done. But that doesn't really matter. It doesn't Shootings. matter. It's about shooting stuff. <laughs> At least there is story this time. Yeah, well, I guess. Maybe it'd be better without a story. And also, right at, right at the end of Borderlands 2, it's like, oh shit, sequels. <laughs> well, Very unsubtle. Well, they'd already registered the trademark ages ago for Border Worlds. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. And that is basically what they have at the end. Where, I guess it's not really a big enough spoiler to matter, but it's like, a big star map appears, and then some Vault symbols appear on different planets. It's like, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> clearly, we're going to have to go to one of these places. You could, we could, everyone kind of knew that was coming, I think. If you knew about Border Worlds, then yeah. It's like, that was bound to happen. But at least it gives them, like, as I say, if Borderlands 2 is more of the uh, sort of iteration to refine the first game, you know, yeah. that, like the first game will put something out there, see what people think, then this game will make it as right as we can. 
um, based on the feedback, and then the next one's like, right, well, let's 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 go experimental again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. They still got to get rid of the I DLC though. I mean, that's a good rhythm. The sequel, you know, have, once you've played one game, having one follow-up to that that sort of just picks out the problems and, and makes them better um, is a good thing. But then once you've played that, it's like, I think by a third game, you're probably getting fatigued unless they start to mix things up. Yeah. So it's like like what I'm having with Assassin's Creed. Like, Assassin's Creed 2 did the mix things up thing at that point. And then, yeah. And then the second game was like, okay, uh, Brotherhood was like, oh yeah, you know, this is this is you know, kind of still it's kind of similar, but it's fine, it's fine. They fixed a few things and left a few things still crappy, <laughs> and it's like, and so now it's like I'm fatigued, and it's like, well, I don't want to. If the next one is as similar to Brotherhood as everyone says and as pointless, and it's like, well, do I really want to play it? Hmm. Yeah, do I really want to go through that exact experience again? Yeah. yeah. So, let's hope they change it. So, in one more thing that I played, Uh briefly. Yeah, sure. In between all this other stuff, I still managed to get into Guild Wars 2 just a little bit. Not nearly as much, though. Yeah, I haven't been about again. Well, that doesn't help. Rob hasn't been around to drag me into Guild Wars 2. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, like, we got the, like, the RC guys all got together to do a couple of more of the dungeon runs. All right, yeah. So you've done some uh, raiding, as it were. Although not actually new ones. It was because I've only still done the first dungeon, and we went through that again. Only what, only... I'd, I'd only done it in story mode... And then there's like three different routes you can take in explorable mode, which is even harder. And we went through story again, but also one of the explorable routes. So I've at least done some more of it. Right, I see. But um, that was pretty funny because we got to this point where we had this thing we had to defend or whatever. But then everyone needed a break because there was a TV show that someone was streaming. So everyone was like, okay, 15 minute break. So while they were watching their thing, I was just like, I'm going to explore this room. Okay. And like jump on things and stuff. And then I, then I discovered like you can jump on top of the back of this chair and on top of this candlestick and then on top of the wall and then you can walk through the wall and then oh, you can awesome. get outside the level. You managed to find your way out of the, out of the game. Yeah. And so after I jumped over the wall and found my way outside the wall and it was like, well, this is actually pointless because there's not anything out here, obviously. But then I discovered another way where you can jump up onto that bit of wall that you can phase through and drop onto the other side of the wall. But if you stay on top of the wall, you can run around the edge of the room, use the engineer's rifle jump to jump over a doorway to land on another bit of the wall, walk around the edge of that, jump off, and then you fall into an actually another bit of the level. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> I'm okay. Bro. You can find a different way into another bit. Of... But unfortunately, as it turns out, that's another bit of level that leads into that room rather than leads out of that room, if you see what I mean. That's like another route to get to this room oh, right. rather than the next bit. <laughs> so you're back where you started. Yeah, so I was just... Uh, and of course, because the mission triggers don't happen, there's nothing out there anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just run around in an empty space for a while. And then when everyone came back and we actually continued on with the thing and got through this room and went into this little, like, hidden chamber, it was like, you can run up this weird scaffolding... And, and everyone was like, oh, it has a balcony. And, I, and so I went up there and I was like, wait, you can probably jump across these things. Yeah. And I jumped across the things and landed on a bit of wall and walked into a thing and jumped into a little alcove behind some vines. And I was like, wait, this isn't me falling out of the level. This is actually a legitimate secret. This is a true secret. So I like, I discovered this pointless little secret in the Ascalogian catacombs where you climb up this thing, jump through these vines, and then there's just a room filled with turkeys. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I was like, wow, random turkeys. That's weird. Found a crazy Easter 
Easter egg. <laughs> eat turkey egg. There's a cheat mode. Was there a cheat mode for that? Finding the turkey room? No. Oh. No, it's not like one of the jumping puzzle achievements. Which, as me and Rob discovered another one of those. Yeah, well, yeah, well but... I sort of figured it might be a jumping puzzle, but I hadn't worked out where the fuck it was. Yeah. Because it was just like this big sort of vertical canyon with a river at the bottom mm. and like a bunch of junk platforms. But and I, we, I just and went... And we were like, wait, wait, hang on, there's something up there. How the, heck, how the shit do we get up there? Yeah. It's, I it's a really annoying one, though, because if you pick it up, you have to go round the loop, the whole loop again. Like, yeah. It's quite a long There's loop. no way back up. Yeah. You have to like run go out. back outside of the world, back into the cave at the start, and then make your way through it again. And it's quite it's quite a long loop. So now, of course, I fucked it up several times. Luckily, it's not a very long jumping puzzle, relatively speaking. Um, no, but if you <laughs> mess it up, you still got quite a way to walk. Yeah, to get back to it. So we discovered that I sort of figured it might have been a jumping puzzle, but I couldn't see where to go the first time I went through there. But then between me and Rob, we figured it out. Mm. And Thought the veteran thing at the end, which wasn't really that tough. No, that was quite easy. Got the special chest. Not much interesting in it, as no, usual. I had stuff that I couldn't use. <laughs> as ever. Son of a bitch. So yeah, we did that. Gilders is Gilders. Yep. It's good. It's continuing. Very good. Monthly achievements again. <laughs> now it's October. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Not that well, I got those last time. But... No. But once me and Rob get to 30, we can actually go to World vs. World. That's true. I mean, we can at any point, but once but, you get to 30, you actually have your elite skill, so at least you have your full skill bar. Right. <laughs> Gives you slightly better options. Mm, sounds fun. Because the monthly achievements have world versus world kills, of course. Yeah. Luckily, they're quite easy to get. Okay. Because you only have to damage them. It's not like finishing blow or anything. Man, I've got so much more of that story to get through as well. Yep, we sure do. Was it 13 or 14% is my world completion? Well, that counts map completion yeah. rather than story completion. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the, the story backtracks quite occasionally, doesn't it? And it's like, well, what? do we have to go back? Oh, okay. Because I'm only at, like, my main character didn't get much past 50 or 60% map completion mm. by the time I met the last area, basically. Yeah, we, we probably shouldn't. There's going to come a point where we'll stop just like 100%ing places. Well, that depends whether you want to and whether we need to level up, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. There's, but there was a couple of moments where we got to an area when we seemed to be underleveled for it. Well, we kind of went back to the Silvari first area. Yeah. We didn't need to do that, really. Well, no, I guess not. We, we, we were sort of worried about leveling, weren't we, at one point? Because we got to the end of the, the second area for us anyway and it was and then it started to get a bit tricky so it's like let's go and level up some more and then we just ended up doing that whole area <laughs> well that wasn't really going to level us up much because that was a lower level area no that was more like go there and well initially it was like go there and do the swamp boss because yeah. we wanted to do one of the bosses that doesn't just instantly fucking murder you like that fire elemental yeah <laughs> did so, we yeah. do that in the end yeah, we did. I can't remember. It's that giant worm. Oh, yes, we did do that. You nearly missed it twice. Yeah. <laughs> sort of turned up in the last throngs of defeat. So, yeah, Guild Wars. More of that mm-hmm. to come when Rob gets back online. Indeed. Yeah. I haven't played much any... Well, I'm not sure if it's been any or much Torchlight 2. I'm still I guess tempted I by that, sort of vaguely. Well, yeah, I think I, I, sale. Like, I think I could do with getting some multiplayer. That'd be nice. Yeah, it's got co-op, right? Prime. Yeah. 
<laughs> do try and first. We've still got the we've still got to decide whether we're even going to bother to try and do that. Well can we play the first does does the the first game supports carp, right? No. Does it not? It was meant to have some weird I think it maybe maybe had some kind of weird local, but I don't think it has Oh, okay. Internet. Do you reckon I should... Because I have the first one. Yeah. Do you reckon I should play through that before we start trying to? I don't think it's necessary, but you could. (laughs) Maybe you could record it. Maybe I could sit here and... That's true, yeah. Maybe maybe that'll be the next slice of game. Game slice. Sounds good. Salad munch. I shall consume that slice (laughs) Because potentially you could get through that in like... Game crunch. You could get through that in about as long as we spent playing FDL, probably. (laughs) couple of hours well yeah I'm, I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't make those things two and a half hours long I don't see why not well I don't know it's a bit excessive maybe we should call them medium looks or... <laughs> well in giant long terms they do they do do like Are those well I, guess, I mean they guess they do their live streams when they yeah. play games for a couple of hours yeah we need to think of an acronym that spells like some kind of like salad element like maybe it's salad but Oh no, no! It'd have to be some other word other than salad, I suppose. But like salad, something or the radish and the radish. <laughs> Were you about to say you should make an acronym that sounds so it's a salad salad? <laughs> a salad salad. <laughs> the, the happy salad salad. Game radish. But I think I think potentially. Well, that's what I I think I said this to Rob. But potentially, I think we, if we wanted to do those lighting things, it's not such a bad idea to just do short games and play most of them. Maybe. Like, I was thinking you could probably do, like, V. You could play the whole yeah. of that in one go. That would be quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. You should do that one. Hasn't he got a new game, the super hard one, with the hexagons? Yeah, the super, on the iPads. Yeah. Super hexagon, or whatever that's called. Yeah. Oh, man, people have been raving about that. It looks impossible. Yeah. I don't, I don't know anything about it. It's just, a, like, a kind of almost rhythmy game. Yeah, almost. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that covers just about everything I've played. Cool. I'm trying to think of anything else that we're running out of time, so oh. someone else probably talk. Well, you've been playing well. Oh, man, man, we really are running out of yeah. time. Jeez. Um, well, I play all the games. Yeah, that's true. All do. the long-ass games. Because you got... Spending many, many hours on That's your whole job. Yeah. Right? Play games for this podcast. You don't do anything else for the podcast. You might as well play games. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Record them. Uh, yeah, I've had a bit of a bitty couple of weeks because it's been a bit mental for me. So mm-hmm. it's... Uh, what with the new working from home gig mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It does give you more time to play games. It does give me a lot more time, <laughs> but there was a lot of adjusting to it. Yeah, sure. And people t- immediately taking advantage of my free time. <laughs> Admittedly to go to the cinema and stuff, because so I saw some films. Awesome. But, um, Don't talk about Looper again. <laughs> no, we haven't got time to talk about sure. Looper, but go see it. It's not Have as good as everyone that? says, but it is good. It's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, anything with Bruce Willis in, really. I agree. It's, I, I agree. It's not as good as everyone says, but it is good. It's still worth it. But, yeah. Still well worth it. So, yeah, what have, I, what have I been playing? I did another session on your shape in a lunch break this week. Because I'm not walking, like, as part of my commute, I'm not doing that walk anymore. My legs get properly agitated in the middle of the day sometimes, and it's just like, I've got to fucking do something! <laughs> so I, I went to the effort and did a, did a workout on your shape. So I'm still doing that. Still, like the first time you've done it in a long time. It's the second time I've done it in a long time. So I did it last week as well. Okay. So it's uh, I did it. I've done it twice since the last cast. Yeah, I'm still not, still not as um, 
committed as I was when I first started doing it, I suppose, but it's it's alright. I'll do it every now and then. It's better than exercising properly. <laughs> <laughs> going to the gym and all that shit. I'm not going I'm never going to the gym. No. It's too it's just a rip off in the gyms. Yeah. Unless you really know what you do. All you had already. to pay was like 120 quid for a connect and then like 30 quid for a yeah, game. Yeah. That's still anyway. cheaper than about than like four months at a gym. <laughs> Got quite a lot in, isn't it? Yeah, what well, the gym membership's like 40 yeah, quid really, on average? Really expensive. A month? Play more golf, I think is the end result of this conversation. Yeah, golf? Tr- yeah, true. We should do Yeah, we should do that more, but it's like, and the season's almost up. <laughs> yeah, we played like twice this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should just start running. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start running. I decided to oh, get I some shoes. Like you don't like it? Okay. Oh no, it fucks my ankles up. Oh, fair enough. I've always, I've always are you wearing the right shoes? Them. Yeah, probably not. You need running shoes to do running, otherwise it actually hurts you. If I was going to do running, I'd probably treadmill. I don't like going outside. Well, yeah, there's there is something about people watching you run. Yeah, and also if I was, it would make it much easier to like listen to music and shit. I mean, I, I have a Walkman or whatever, but the fact that I can just have it in one way, turn on my speakers. That's what I mean because I kind of don't want to do it on my own. But then if I don't do it on my own, it's I don't I can't really wear an iPod and do it because that's kind of rude. Yeah, and, but then you can't talk to the no, other no. person either because you're like, you might as well do it on your own. To be and also running is like in winter it sucks yeah I know outside the thing is like, well, but I, at night yeah mm, that's true bad it's not so bad if you got the music and after the first like five minutes you won't notice that it's cold it's just that first five minutes <laughs> really yeah well not, well, in practice as I well you warm up a bit yeah. well but a then, lot but then, but then you're, unless you're wearing the right stuff you'll have like those stupid cold ears and, and that's yeah, the other problem the extremities get chilly and itchy that's the other thing that annoys me is just the preparation time so there's that as well. Well, yeah. it's like, I quite like to just maybe if I want. It's like when I even when I just want to go out walking, it's like oh, I have to put my boots on and. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I have to actually dress <laughs> walking. That's the least. That's not. Well, those, those boots are quite severe. They're like proper walking boots, and like and then if it's cold, it's like coat, gloves, hat, ear warmers, shove the yeah. headphones in there, and then when you get back, take it all off again. <laughs> It's not so bad with walking, I don't think. And in actual fact, by that logic, it's not so bad with running to a certain degree because it's kind of the same thing, but you do have to get completely changed, I suppose. Yeah. But it's, uh, you well, kind of I, have to have a shower afterwards. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. I can't... When I do the Connect stuff, it's like I have to move the table out of the way, move the couch into an appropriate location, put the mat out, get a um, get a, get a change of clothes on so, I, so I'm wearing some like something less genie. And, yeah. And, and you know, then when I'm done, it's like, oh, I've really got to have a shower because my hair has got sweat locked in it. It's it's just like, oh, fucking, I hate sweat. That's, so, a, that's the other reason I don't really like to exercise because I just hate sweat. It's, it's like, you're not fat enough to sweat all the time. <laughs> so, no, but like, you haven't reached the point where an invert. Oh god, I hate that. Like when you actually see Ryan like on TV, he looks like he's literally mopping his brow. Yeah. He hasn't even done anything. All he's done is stand up. And he's like, <laughs> like oh, poor Ryan. Jeff actually looks relatively. Yeah, he's got fitter recently. Yeah, I noticed that. He looks a bit fitter. Whereas Ryan is just like this giant lump. Or as the shirt says, "Fuck Ryan Davis." <laughs> Fuck Ryan Davis. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I've always been like, this is kind of horrible, I guess. But I sweat easily, so you know, like yeah. if I get remotely warm in any way, whether that be through exertion or heat, or hot weather right. or something, I'm a sweater. It's uh, not the jumper kind. No. 
It's so it's not great. I just hate it. Hate it so much. So that doesn't infuse me to do that stuff. So anyway, I did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that got rid of my leg agitation problem for a day. Man, I've totally derailed the computer game talk there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um, what else have I done? I did a tiny bit of Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Oh, yeah. Just went back and played a couple of hours of that. Cool. Again, because I never finished it, really, and I've never never really played it much. <laughs> it's like that. And they make a sequel to that. Your never-ending quest. No, well, Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted that's is, right. is coming out. That's right. Um, and that's got like a... It's it's basically... Um, which might be a bit more burnout-y. It's, it's like Burnout Paradise 2, if I yeah. play. Because Hopper Shoot plays like Chase HQ with nice graphics. Yes, which is cool. I mean, and actually, every time I play it, I am kind of pleasantly surprised at just how good that game looks, actually. Right, it's, yeah. And it runs at 120 frames for me on my system. And yeah. It's like, it's it's a pretty game. I just love the, a lot of the little, like the way the smoke builds around the tyres when you're drifting. That just looks good. Mm-hmm. It, it looks kind of real. And, mm-hmm. you know, when it's all chucking it down with rain and there's a bit of spray coming off your wheels and... It's a good-looking game. Real yeah, good-looking. Yeah. It's in a kind of pretty way most of the time, not yeah. like, rather than necessarily real sometimes, but it's... It's an arcane race, I'd say. But yeah, it's a good-looking, real good-looking game. Um, it's a shame that the photo mode in it is kind of shit, because it lets you set up this perfect shot and everything, and you're like, I'm going to take it, I'm going to take... And then it takes it at 720p, <laughs> and it's like, and I'm, I want it at 1080 with, with like all the glory that I can see it in right now but then it takes a shitty version of it because it's what uh, what it uploads to autolog right and um, yeah so that kind of sucks which is yeah, yeah that's pretty annoying it's not like you know the cool modes you used to get in like the PGR games where when you go into photo mode and you take a photo it then takes extra time to render it in super high quality and like anti-alias it to shit and make it look look really really nice like better than the game could possibly be <laughs> kind of nice it's like you want one of those yeah yeah definitely that's what photo mode is for yeah that's always cool uh yeah so I did a bit of that it's it's alright you know. oh I'm quite uh, uh I saw some trailers of Grid 2 and like, that looks really cool oh my cool. god Grid I'm, 2 I'm excited about that, that it looks... looks like the new Project Gotham for me like I kind of you know yeah, you know that, what I mean that looks so good yeah so I'm I'm hyped up about Grid 2 yeah well, the new F1 game looks pretty damn sweet as oh, well. Oh, yeah, well, I, but I, I can't buy that because I only got the previous one, I think. Yeah. Well, no, they, they seem to have addressed it. It's one of those weird things and it's not it's an iteration again. Yeah. But every year they seem to address some of the things that people don't like about the last game. Yeah, sure. So it's... Well, they know what they're doing. Who cares? Like, each year it's going to get better. So. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> so you mean it's actually an iteration, not just another game? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> the literal meaning of that word. Yeah, exactly. But, like, but you know they have to update it all with like the rosters and the tracks and the new layouts and things. Who's ringing? It's my mum. <laughs> For some reason. Hey there, mum. Right now. Luckily, you actually had that on silence at least. Yes, mom. I did. Uh, what else did I play? Naturally, a bit more pinball arcade and stuff. Naturally, played the taxi table some, even though it's not one of my, not my favorite table in the world it's it's just on ipad now so you know it's weird because it's like because uh, it was on the williams collection it's like i got fairly familiar with it but it's kind of it's strange because the ipad version is kind of different it's like i don't know if that there seems to be extra sound effects and extra animations in the osd for instance that's just um yeah that, that were i think missing from the williams version so maybe they've done a more thorough job on, on this new one hmm. which is nice sweet um, yeah, 
So there you go. Better version. Which, you know, more success for Pimble Arcade. Corrections column as well. Pimble Arcade is in green light. And I mentioned last time it's not. It, that They were just talking it through with Steam. But it's, yeah, it's in the green light project. So go vote for it now because I want my Pimble on PC, yo. <laughs> of course you do. For real, though. I wish they did, still did some kind of cross-platform support, though, so they knew it's like, oh, you bought this on an iPad. Here you go. Like, download it on PC. That'd be nice. They won't, but that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> And I wonder if they'll do some kind of like season pass thing on PC or something, or, which would be kind of neat because then I'd totally have that. It's like, yeah, you can have this and like any updates we do. Sweet. That would be awesome. Yeah. Don't know if that's very likely. But no. It's a cool idea. Probably not. I want to see how the DLC model pans out on PC, see what the pricing's like. Yeah. Uh, what else to play? Play some Guild Wars with Zack. Play some more Saints Row. Saints Row. It's. Yeah, it's it gets less good as you go on. I think right. the story stuff is still great, but it doesn't have it, you know it doesn't really change much. It's like I've done some VTOL stuff now, which is kind of fun, but and there's been some dramatic moments and stuff. But it, it, it loses something, I think, as you go through. Mm-hmm. It's like there's something about the first few hours of that game where it's just plain awesome it's a little bit more scripted in places and it's, it's like, I think the mission structure perhaps isn't quite like the missions aren't quite well designed enough it's like mm-hmm. they're too short in places and they're just like jump in you do something jump out that's the end of the mission then you jump back in the world and you can do something else I think I'd kind of like some things that flow a bit more like there's more of a do this do this do this kind of routine in one go kind of thing yeah it's uh that isn't to say that it's still it's still not a great game. It's just that I think it starts to wear thin a little bit, in the, kind of the same way that other Volition games do. You know, because Red Faction yeah, kind of started Faction. to wear out towards the end again for a very similar reason. Well, it's Red Faction kind of stuck towards the end because things just got annoying, <laughs> like coping with the increased security presence. And like, oh, you, your guns didn't really improve at the same rate as the threat went up until no, you got true. to the like until you got the railgun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then things got a lot easier all of a sudden. Yeah, it's got a bit. It's good. Well, yeah, maybe I need to spend more of my cash on upgrading my guns or something. But there are certain elements of it where I seem to be getting better at like taking out large groups of enemies at once because I've upgraded how many grenades I carry. Right, it's just like fuck it, chuck, chuck tons of grenades in there. <laughs> And that works pretty well. Yeah, according to the Bombcast Saints Row experiences, you definitely should spend lots of money on upgrading your guns. Mm. Just make them ridiculous. Yeah, because like, some so of you them never have to reload. Yeah, because some of the one of the SMGs gains burning bullets, so you set shit on fire, but <laughs> like all the time, and then you shoot stuff. Yeah, and some of the guns get armor piercing, so the like the tougher enemies uh, aren't so like the brutes and things aren't so bad to take down and. Because they can be a right pain in the ass if you've only got SMG ammo left. Or pistol ammo. They take fuck, fucking tons of shots. If you've got like an assault rifle, then they're not so bad. But um, Yeah, so there's, there's that. Not really much more to say. It's still kind of fun, but <laughs> but not as fun as it originally was. Uh, yeah, I need to get that sun out of my eyes. I cannot go... Seriously, there's like you couldn't last fifteen minutes. No way, it's freaking blinding. Close your eyes. Sit in the middle there. Well, I've already, I've already look. If you notice, the sun has panned around the room, so I've already been through it for like the last hour. Yeah, I, I'm like, 
that. Because I'm hardcore, yeah. <laughs> it hurts. It's my, can't look at you. Not many people get. <laughs> exactly. I'm like Medusa. Uh, there you go. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Medusa. Uh, also played Tiny Bit of Dirt 3. Mm-hmm. Did some of the Jim Carner stuff. Like finished off that Jim Carner tutorial that is rock solid. If you oh, want, yeah, if, yeah. If you want to do it platinum level. Right, yeah. So I did all of that. You get an achievement for it. Like platinum. Um, kind of stuff. Yeah. And then did some of the hooning, which is also is equally difficult, really, to pull off some of it. Where it's just like, here's an open area. Here's some stuff we want you to do in it. Go, Go do around. it. Yeah. Hooning. Later with uh, Jules Holland and his hooning. <laughs> what? Is that supposed to be Hootenanny? It was a bit like Hootenanny. <laughs> it reminded me of Hootenanny. Hooning. Hooning. Hooning Annie. Hooning. Hooning. No. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, um, what's his face was having oh who's the driver Ken Block was having like a bad day or something he's like what do we call this <laughs> and someone misheard it hooning but... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the worst fictional story <laughs> <laughs> this is one day Ken Block <laughs> He's having a bad day. Yeah, having a really bad day. Uh, like hooning. That's <laughs> that's yeah, that sounds like hooning. Let's call it hooning. But I, I don't. I'm not necessarily saying that whoever you're talking to just immediately goes like out loud. That sounds like hooning. <laughs> that's not a bad name. That's how hooning. But he like legitimately misheard it as he was like. <laughs> so, so was that hooning? Yeah, that could work. <laughs> 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 anything like Hoon? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> a little bit, little bit like Hooning. Like you can get the Hoon bit out of it anyway. Sure. Hoon. <laughs> right. A bit more bejeweled. Bejeweled. Naturally. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's it. I, cool. think, I think I'm done. The games. 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 <laughs> I played some more Black Mesa. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when was I up to? To know, like on a rail or something. No apprehension. Yeah, they played through all that stuff. Those ichthyosaur things are are um, are easier to kill than I expected. With the, you know, the swimming monster dudes. Yeah, they didn't make them too much more hardcore, uh, but they're kind of cool. Um, uh, what's going on? Uh, yeah, so I'm up to like surface tension and stuff. Uh, it's pretty hard, I have to say, in places. That some it of the things have changed. Really hard. Yeah, I think I was a bit smart when I was trying to play it, but yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's, but it, it's regardless, hard. the it's section hard. looked really difficult. Yeah, I mean, any Marines fight—they always used to be hard, but there's just more of them, and it's, it's more expansive, and it's just, they just made it more epic, kind of basically. But it's pretty hard in places. Uh, but the guns are good, so you've got a decent arsenal. It definitely looks and feels like Half-Life. Yeah, they went to a lot of lengths to get the feel right. Um, yeah. But there's a couple of weird... Like like that helicopter, like I was saying, they've kind of made it kind of Half-Life 2-esque. Mm. In that, you know, that helicopter in Half-Life 2 is like this almost... It's like, he it never says... that. Obviously, the helicopter never says anything, but it's one of the most evil <laughs> characters in games. I'm, like a, heli- that, I'm a helicopter. That <laughs> bastard helicopter that follows you through those canals. It's like a... And all that, like, blasting you with its, like, crazy guns. Dubstep gun. Yeah. Well, it is kind of a dubstep gun. 
Yeah, but I can't even remember how you kill that thing. How do you kill it in the end? Because it well, bombs once, you. Once you get to the lake, you just shoot it. <laughs> Dies. What? Shoot it with what? Machine gun or with, with whatever you got? Because you get the you get the stupid oh, yeah. gun on the front of the airship. That's right. Yeah, you get the gun attached to the airship. Yeah, so that's how you do it. Uh, yeah. So um, so they made the helicopter in the uh, uh, attack. So when you first see the helicopter in, in surface tension, it's like when you get to the dam, yeah. like you shoot one down immediately, right? Well, what happens is you shoot at, it attacks you and you shoot at it and then it goes off injured, kind of like, just like in Half-Life 2. And then it comes back when you're on the cliff side and it's a total bastard fight, like a, like a boss fight effectively, which is a bit dumb because it only took like a couple of shots or something in the, in the original game, I seem to remember. Like a, a helicopter would. Yeah. You had that laser guided, uh, rocket launcher, which they've recreated perfectly, like every other gun. Yeah. So, but they kind of made that into a whole thing. But yeah, the skybox is really nice for the cliffside stuff. I mean, it looks so good. And like when you're at the end of the cliff and you're going out, because when you come out, there's a jet fighters fly across. Yeah. So they, they've made them the real actual jet fighters the Marines use, the Harriers, rather than the F-16s they were in the original game. Right. But when you're leaving the cliff, uh, you see another pair of Harriers fly down and bomb like uh, one of the buildings in the backgrounds and and then you see you see them bomb it and you don't hear anything and then you see the shockwave the graphical mm. effect of the shockwave hit you and and, and and you hear the sound and the rubble from above falls down it's like mm. nice little touches that they've added and stuff so that's kind of cool and uh, yeah and there's a few bits they've like they made a, a really hard bit in uh, questionable ethics um yeah they it, you know there's that lobby area full of full of soldiers and you have that's the way out into surface tension but you can't because you need the scientists to unlock the door right or whatever so you go and find the scientists in the lab so protected by that big crazy surgical unit that's going mental right whatever. anyway but when you come back with the scientists they like stop you and they're like uh you should probably scout ahead Gordon Freeman, because we're probably going to get killed in the next section. And so they, and you go back out into the lobby, and the doors close, and it's a like it's a big massive fight where where Marines are rappelling in from the from the roof and coming in the doors and with with crazy music and everything. They've just made it into a huge set piece battle, which is really quite tough, hmm. but quite fun. It's quite a cool way of doing it. Rather than, rather than just go back to an empty lobby that you'd already cleared out and just just open the door and leave. Oh, yes. Made a whole sequence out of everything, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, so how much further? I'm most of the way through surface tension, so then there's Forget About Freeman and Lambda Core. It's quite, well, obviously, it's Half-Life is quite a long game. And then, and then you've got to wait for the Zen. Wait for the Zen part, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I say it looked it looks pretty good, like you know it brought, it brought it up to Half Life yeah. Two spec anyway, which is well, it looks quite a lot better than Half Life Two. I think it's more it's more on a sort of yeah episode know, one like of the episode the, levels. Uh, yeah, I don't know Maybe some of the geometry and some of the stuff that happened, like some of the rubble effects I saw, like they did look like they just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's not, it's like, not there's there's some elements where it's not that not as polished as it could be, and some of the true some of the marine animation is a bit ropey. Yeah. But it kind of always was. Yeah. Well, it's no worse than the combine animation, really. They're a bit... I don't know. Well, I don't know. Half-Life 2 was a lot smoother in its... Yeah. Um, in, in in the way things moved and stuff. And, but, yeah. Because you know, they, they... I guess that's part of the Half-Life 1 feel, I suppose, was the somewhat... Stilted, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. 
I don't know. I found no, those Marines a bit like overly good. They like, because their accuracy at range seems pretty high. Yeah, they're pretty good. Given that they're using the SMGs that you have, yeah, and it's like with, with uh, your SMG is shit. Like that range. Well, I was so complaining it's... about that SMG in Black Mesa, and even in I, I don't think it's that bad. It's probably not as good as it was in Half Life. Probably you end up using the Magnum all the time. Mm. But you did in the original as well, didn't you? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's Half-Life. Yeah, I, I noticed that some of the weapon sounds weren't quite so powerful as they once were. Like, yeah. You know, I made a note about the shotgun. I like the shotgun sound. I think it kind of... Maybe it was because it was outside. It was a lot louder than it used to be, I'm sure. Wow! And it sort of yeah. just dominated it's everything. It's quite meaty, yeah. Perhaps the music mix was a little high as well, and at yeah. some places it's well, like... there isn't much music. Well, no, in places it seemed like there was music where there wasn't before. Like, I don't remember when you were yeah. walking along yeah, the cliff is. face where there was quite so much... No, there's definitely well, music where there wasn't. quite so heavy. Yeah, there's definitely music where there wasn't before, and it's obviously all new music. Yeah. And, you know, the music wasn't bad, but perhaps it's mixed a bit too heavy for what's going on, and it was yeah. a bit unnecessary during surface tension, because, you know, tension... You know, you want... Ten- you want- yeah. Silence or some amount of eeriness. Or yeah, it was a bit... Un- yeah. Yeah. I think you must have saw quite a lot of music where there isn't much no, in the tons, game. Yeah. yeah. There isn't Yeah, I don't remember there much. being like hardly any at yeah. all during that section. But. It's like, yeah, 1% of the time. Right? But yeah, it's weird. Yep, yeah, well, check it out if you wish. That's Half-Life. We've come to the end of this, uh, caster, caster <laughs> Did you play everything else? Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna pre-order the, uh, XCOM. You still haven't played Fame Battlefield? Yeah, I have. You no, have, but we haven't. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't been around, you've been playing pretty bored lads every time. That won't stop me if you turn up I and want to play Battlefield. I thought you said you were playing it with your friend or whatever. Yeah, but I can still leave. Yeah. I don't think you were. I left from Guild Wars when Rob turned up. Oh right, okay. Because well, we had been playing Battlefield lads like non-stop for a week and a half. Yeah. Well, case, <laughs> you need play... a break sometimes. Oh, to no. play a different game, yeah. yeah. Fair enough, well, let's play some Battlefield then. Holla! So, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. Be Indeed. sure you do. We'll add more stuff to it. I, I swear. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Like us on Facebook and Twitter and shit. <laughs> do, all, do all the social oh, crap. Dear. Well, we need, yeah, we need that stuff. Spread the word. We're the Starcast bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your, uh, so that's the tagline. Yeah, we've just changed that. Change up the website so it's just got salad cast. That's us, bitches. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the microphone needs more bitches. <laughs> Don't you agree? <laughs> Perhaps not. <laughs> yeah. So when, but so XCOM be out by? You, have you pre-ordered it? Yeah. Right. So you'll have reports on XCOM at least. Yeah, obviously. By next time. Uh, yeah, more Torchlight to maybe potentially someone else has started playing, so maybe they'll maybe I will actually be able to get more play going. To that. Yeah, that is what's in store on the Salacast. Me at least. I'm going to play some more Saints Row. Try and get through that. Guildhalls. Maybe some trying, and then oh yeah, and a lot more Guildhalls. Hopefully, go get through that. Like Daniel Bale thing. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the one. Yeah, I was going to get through this. Oh, dear. <laughs>
<laughs> These biscuits are stale. <laughs> Get some <laughs> new ones. Hate you, hate you, hate you. Is that other bedding field sibling? Bedding field. Craig David. Craig David and Daniel Bedding field. End this podcast. Yes, I think I think this may be the end. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's <laughs> the end. I'm going now. The Wonder Twins. Chad and Zayn. Yeah. So there. Say bye. Bye. Do something. Wrap it up professionally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rather than just waiting for the time to explore as we have been for the last <laughs> <laughs> This is the end of the salad cast. Join us again next time. Goodbye. 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 I'm off. See you guys later. <laughs> Rob has left. Bye. Ba 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 